What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. Happy New Year. If this is your first time joining us, uh, welcome. Spread the word. Tell some friends. Give us a good review on the iTunes and all that jazz or wherever you're listening or watching. If you're on the YouTubes, uh, click that uh, subscribe button and the notification bell so you know when we post. But no uh, surprises here. We post every single Friday. Uh, also, if you're looking for more content like this show, you're looking for extra stuff, we got a great Patreon, and on the Patreon, I do these Cheeto chats. I do one-on-one Zoom calls with people, um, and uh, if you want to know what that looks like, check this out. How many Bobby Lees do you think you could beat up if they came at you in waves of five, says Tyler Gronwald. I could take out any nomination of Bobby Lees. Um, they're short and fat and easy, easy to stiff arm. So if you like that, subscribe to the Patreon, please. We could uh, use your love. Uh, we appreciate the people that appreciate the show. It helps get this all going and running together uh no dates for me yet not doing anything on the road until uh you know who rona cuts it out cut it out roan uh, other than that go to andrewsantino.com for the links to all the other stuff uh that i'm up to sorry no dates but uh get you that patreon stuff and if you're looking for some merch we got great merch if you're in the youtube look down in the bar below click on one of them shirts or go to andrewsantinostore.com even easier enough rambling let's go to the episode in here we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey and seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger, I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It's Russell Peters. Russ, cheers. Cheers, Andrew cheers. Santino. I refuse to call you Cheeto. Yeah, he won't. He, uh, uh, Russell was late, and I said, I knew he was going to be late, because, but I said that's a brown thing, not a black thing. Or it's a black thing, not a brown thing. You know but what I guess is? you're it's included. A, it's, a, it's a non-white thing. Right. <laughs> but don't you think, historically, your people are always on time? Um, my people... <clears throat> I don't know. I know Indian people are generally late. Are they really? Yeah. God. Yeah, we're pretty bad at it, too. Like, I was hosting an award show in India last year, the GQ Man of the Year Awards. And so, uh, Were you really? Yeah, in India. Well, who won the GQ Man of the Year in India? Oh, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> some some. A good guy. host. Some fucking guy. Yeah. So they said, <clears throat> I'm in the hotel. This is in Bombay. And they go, Russell, the, uh, <clears throat> we're going to send somebody for your room at 8 o'clock. And the show will commence at 9 or 8, or 8.30. We'll bring you downstairs. We'll do the red carpet. We'll do the interviews. And then we'll start the show at 8.30. Okay. And I go, cool. And I'm never on time. But I was ready that day early. Because was, you're in a hotel. Where you yeah. Like, where, I was you? ready at 10 to 8. And I'm like, wow. I call my brother. I go, hey, I'm ready. He goes, yeah, they push to 8.30. I go, oh, come on. I'm fucking ready. The first time I'm on time. <laughs> yeah. and, and they push. And I go, okay, I'm going down to get a drink then. All right, so I go to the lobby bar. I grab a drink. My brother goes, I'll come down to meet you. And my brother comes down like 8.20. He's like, yeah, they're going to come at 9 now. And I'm like, Aww. are you kidding me? <laughs> so now I'm at like, by the time by the time they got me, it was 9.45 or 10 o'clock or something crazy. Two hours after they were going to supposed to yeah, get Yeah, and I'm hammered now. Right. And they take me to the red car, but I do all the interviews. But I kept drinking. During so, the show? Oh, yeah. So by the time we started the show, I was fucking lit I'm like welcome <laughs> everybody when you do when you get invited to do stuff like that in india 
Is your first reaction no, or do you love doing stuff? No, like I love that? doing shit. You do? Like that. I, I I like hosting events like that. It's See, fun. that gets me all. I'm always afraid that like knowing my mouth, I'm gonna make an off-color joke or something stupid, and then well, they're gonna be offended by it, and I'm like, oh shit, I don't want. I'm I'm hoping for that. You want to get canceled? No, I just like, <laughs> we can do it today on the show. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure we can. Yeah. You can get canceled doing anything. Nowadays. No, not you know what's so funny? I think comedy fans, particularly podcast fans. It's more of like no one gives a shit anymore. I mean, you you actually learn most of the country and the world doesn't give a shit. It's an yeah. extremely small group of people that give a weird shit for no reason. It's true, but and and I've never actually physically met one. Nobody does. They don't. They don't really. I exist. don't think that's what I yeah, said. They're I Russian bots. They're, These, they're I, all, I agree. I agree. But I the think fucking, they're in, they're fake. The studios and the networks. They're all so fearful of it, and I'm like, what are you like? Yeah. They, nobody pushes back. Nobody fights back. Well, you know the old phrase, if it messes with your paper. It's like as soon as it starts to get in the psyche of the, the big big companies and networks that's going to fuck with their paper, then immediately they're like, oh, my God, are we going to lose money? We Like they just – they're so scared of the possibility of losing money, e- even if it hasn't happened yet. Oh, yeah. No, they're, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, the, And they all they do is empower that shit. I know. It gets bad. Well, yeah. but you know what? Well, look what happened to Chelsea on – with Netflix. Chelsea who? Peretti? Ha- Handler. Oh, I was like, what? Oh, Chelsea. Ha- what happened on Netflix? Well, she did. Uh, she was talking about it on Stern. She was saying that you know, she sh- did this documentary. The that she did? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that uh, at the end of a shoot one day, so they guess they got something really good. And she was excited. So she smacked this woman on the ass. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. And it was a black woman, and she like made a big deal about it, and she was like, what you get, "This is dude. what we've been fighting against," right. and, and and she had to go to like sensitivity training. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? You said, like, you, you know, could just be like, "Hey, well, don't fucking touch my ass," and then that's it. It would have been great. I mean, she used to be able to just knock someone out. She should have just been a slapped or hit her in the face. Yeah, back. turn around and be like, "Bitch, I'm gonna punch you in your face to do that." Again. Right. Like, it's pretty simple. And, and then it's all cleared it's up. It's gone. She did some stuff. I made fun of her on Twitter. I mocked her real hard on Twitter just because she did that with 50 Cent and she was like, I reminded him he was black and that he can't vote for Donald Trump. And I was just like, this is such a corny approach to be like, listen here, colored boy. You know, I was so annoyed at that whole thing with 50 Cent. And also then 50 Cent, who has every right to be a Trump fan if he wants to. I don't care who people vote. That's your choice. Yeah, I don't think he's a Trump fan. He just liked the tax policy. No shit. So did everyone that did vote for him. Yeah, yeah. So did all these executives that we're talking about that run these studios. Absolutely. So the fact that, like, he then has to come out and apologize publicly and be like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to vote for Trump, is, like, to me, it's the epitome of what's wrong with what's going on. It's like, you're supposed to feel bad about whatever. You know, I, I I think that's... Luckily, all that shit is in the past now this whole fighting with the trump thing Un- unless he never leaves he might just he might just be like i'm here now i'm living at the white house I-, I think it's gonna be hilarious in january see what happens when they try to get him out it's gonna be hilarious it'll be like the groundhog you know if they like to pull him out of the out of the yep. hole there is Doom. it's gonna be whack-a-mole <laughs> yeah whack-a-mole him out of where the is white he? house there is he get out of here trump no i mean you know what uh well yeah we'll see what happens next year it's all it's just all this is going to become is a fight to to talk about who was the real uh vaccine um credit who gets the credit for the vaccine because he's still online tweeting talking about like i'm doing the job to get the vaccine out early and not divulging information of biden's camp which i think is i mean that's all it's become is a rat race of politics of who gets the vaccine credit are you gonna take it i don't know yeah interesting huh i don't know you're like the fifth person that said no or i don't know to me yeah i i don't want to say outright no because i don't know Right. Well, because... It, but I'm also not a fucking sheep. I'm going to be like, yeah! Right. You know? Like, do you get flu shots? No. Yeah, I mean, I've never gotten I've never one. done a flu shot. And I've, yeah. I've gotten the flu maybe 
twice in my life. You know what I mean? Like I got it one time, but I never get the shot uh, because I learned from a friend, a family friend who who is a doctor, who was like, it's 56% um, accurate. Yeah, I don't want that. I was like, what? I was like, our whole lives I thought if you get it, you're good. He's like, no, it's less than less than 60% consistently every year is is typically around the number of, of efficacy of the flu shot. I was like, that's... That's crazy. Hey, you might as well go play slot machine. Right, it's the same, it's the same shit. Yeah. yeah, let's go to the let's go to let's go to black. <laughs> Playing the same odds. Yeah, I didn't get it. I so I ne- I've never gotten it, but people around me. And now that I had, I had the Rona. My doctor told me not to get the flu shot, but mm. they are saying there's publicly people saying you should get it even if you had Rona. I'm not I'm not buying it. I know. Show everyone your perp drink that you came in here with. By the way, I came with my uh, <clears throat> little. Ru- uh, Russ Russ once again wanted to prove that he is. Culturally well, black because he's matching his outfit. His <laughs> shoes are his shoes are fly as fuck and they're clean. He's got his perp drink. What's inside of there, by the way? So it's a sun-kissed grape, uh, <laughs> sugar-free, no calories. Really? Is that what it is? Yeah. Do you love that stuff? I fucking love it. I drink way more water this way. I don't drink juice. I don't. I just don't drink juice. No, anymore. it just tastes like fucking grape water. Do you remember in the mall back in the day they used to have that that bowl with the fountain drink in it? Totally. And like the grape would just cascade all around it you were obsessed huh yeah that i love that drink when i was and that tastes like it where did you grow up in toronto that's right you're a canadian cat i forgot you grew up about in chicago that. chicago yeah but you're a red-headed guinea how did this happen my my mother was trying to find a way to get back at her father and mm-hmm. so you she slept with a a sicilian kid in the neighborhood and what's your mom irish i mean oh. the most i mean she's yeah. a leprechaun is she she's, from Ireland? She's 5'2". No, mm-hmm. her parents are. Oh, really? She's a tiny little human. Yeah. She's a, all the Irish people. I'm 6'1". I'm the, by far the biggest leprechaun in the family. When I'm at the, when I'm at the family functions and there's a thousand of us, mm-hmm. I'm, the, I'm like clear and present, the tall, red-headed matchstick walking through the room. Everyone else is... I think the tallest guy in my mom's family is maybe 5'10", maybe 5'9". Yeah. What, what about your dad? My, my, my dad is 6... Well... He shrunk, but he's like 6'2", 6'3", but now he's... a big guy. He was a big guy. Oh, he's, I mean, he was thick, too. He was, he was a big yeah, cam. You know, I don't want to know about all that. Yeah, he was a big... Yeah, I don't want to tell him to tell you anymore. <laughs> I, I mean, you I, might have to I kill you. Your, I might have to kill you. I saw your dick on something. Was, Mine? Yeah, was it on fucking Whitney's show or something? Did Not I? your dick. You had your underwear, and I go, God damn, fucking Andrew. Oh, no, 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 no. It was uh, it was on uh, Bad Friends. They we, we did a live with me and Bobby, and um, for promo as a joke, Bobby was like... Uh, Someone had, to, you know, Bobby will do anything for the joke. Bobby is, oh, yeah. and, and they were like, uh, someone had made a comment about I had not been wearing underwear. And they were like, prove it. And I said, I have underwear on today. And I showed the underwear. And then Bobby kissed me. He kissed my, one of my nuts. He kissed my left nut. That's nuts. Yeah, no, it was, was nuts. It was nut, singular. He only kissed one of them. Fucking Bobby. You know what I was going to wear for you today, by the way? What? Um, I was going to wear a, a Jurassic 5 shirt. The thing that bonds us that you don't really know that well is I am was and am a massive hip-hop fan but I, did, I i did not know this but a but my generation an underground backpack kid i'm an 80s baby mm-hmm. you're a little a tad older i'm 50 it's a little older mm-hmm. but i won't i didn't have to, i wasn't going to do that to you I you did it you did it no you still look How old good. Are you? you still look good 37 37 37 oh. i almost said 36 i'm 37 <clears throat> oh you're a backpack kid okay so you yeah, liked so all the slum village and the loved well i mean mo- and most of what AC i grew up alone with was and loved ac alone loot pack and- yes loot pack was great i mean i loved midwest a lot of a lot of midwest stuff i mean i've talked about it before i liked um you know atmosphere and idea and abilities but and- atmosphere is spelled f-e-a-r right no 
No? no? Atmosphere, spelled correctly. Okay. I think. No, but it should have been fear, huh? Yeah. Should we email Sean and tell him he should change it? Yeah, I think it should be. I was idea. a huge fan of that. I mean, the far side was was probably one of my favorite groups by far. Far side was the first time I ever got booed off stage. Well, you opened for a far side? Open, opened for the far side in 1993. And you got booed off stage? I got booed off tell stage. Tell that story. <clears throat> it was the first time I got booed. I was four years into stand-up. By the I, way, that is the shaky number. When you're under five, you're in this position where like you could be kind of getting really good, yeah. or you could be still struggling night to night, you know? Well, that's the thing. I was on a roll doing well. Right, you were killing every night. And I was like, I got this, and this is my crowd. These are my but people! I, yeah, and it's Toronto. I'm like... Fuck you! This is my city. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no. You, you, you. I, did you eat it, or did I, you, was it just not received well? I did everything wrong. R- it was all you. Uh, I had a friend of mine make me a baseball jersey. Oh, dude! Right? Already and it said I'm... strictly hip hop. Oh it. no! Do you still have it? No, bro. That's and, something you save. And uh, I wore red jeans because <laughs> that's what you were wearing back then. Right. But here's where I went wrong. I put on the baseball jersey and I tucked it in. What? Why, bro? T- All the way around of of, of three sixty tuck in. Tucked in my fucking jersey. Silly stuff. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Who the fuck is this? Get this fucking nerd out!" Wait, of here. so what? So did you literally get booed? Was it an actual boo? Oh, boo! Like, like my get the mouth, fuck off there. Yeah. My mouth went dry and 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 it, when I used to box, it's like when you get caught, you get hit on the chin. And the room sounds like it's doing this, like, like ooh, yeah, it's starting to close in on your head. And and you're like, fuck, fuck. And I'm like, I just want to die right now. <laughs> Did you finish the set? No, I just got off, and everyone Smart. was like, boo, motherfucker. See, boo. I always say, get the fuck off. Yeah. Don't finish. Don't be the guy that's like, no, I'm gonna go through with it. And then the next, but then I felt better because there was a group opening for them after me, a, a group from Toronto called Bases Base, and then they were on, and they were kind of popular at the time. But they weren't like for a hip hop show. Yeah. You know, they were like, uh, like, uh, uh, what's that? Like that early 90s trip hop type stuff. You know, like. Like uh, who? Like who was like, like a brand new heavies type of sound. Oh, yeah. Well, it's more like. Um, like an R&B, R&B live uh, band. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like diet roots almost. Yeah, more yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So they went on and then the bass player starts playing boom, boom, boom. And he goes. Can I kick it? And the audience goes, no, you can't. <laughs> Get off. Get the fuck off. And I was like, okay, so that's true. I don't mind if I'm not alone. Yeah, no, at least you've, I, that's, I've told this story before, but that's how I felt when I did a corporate gig and Joel McHale was with me and a guy named, uh, a comedy named Gary Veter from New York who's phenomenal. And I bombed so bad. Alonzo was on it. I bombed so bad it was like, it shook my core. But then oh, yeah. I saw that everyone was doing poorly it was in front of one of a japanese businessmen mm. in vegas it was like this was never gonna go well at no. circular tables eating dinner no less yeah so like turning around to see um but yeah i almost wore my j5 shirt for you because that was another band that I, our group that i really liked that i thought i really love charlie tuna and they're well, still well it's the ambitious man with the right yep <laughs> well it's the oh god everything about that so dude. newmark is yeah. one of my good friends dj newmark yeah so he was dope. at my house a couple of weeks ago we barbecued because you're a dj mm-hmm well, you're, I mean, obviously everybody knows you're a stand-up, but you love DJing. I've been DJing 35 years. If you could, if you could flip and have the DJ career that you have with the stand-up career, would you do it? My, the same career? Uh, well, I'm saying like DJ? the success you found like in stand-up. Su- yeah, hell yeah. You would, huh? Hell yeah. So you, do you think in another mm-hmm. life you, do you sometimes wish you stuck, like just really went all the way with music instead of comedy? No. No. I'm, I'm quite happy with the way it went. Yeah, it's going okay. It's yeah. not bad, yeah. And uh, I love DJing, but I, you know... I, I see how much 
how much better most DJs are than me right now. Sure. Because uh, I'm friends with like all these really top level guys. So yeah. I'm like, when they come over and they're like, yo, that's nice. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. You'd murder me on you these know turntables. Better. You yeah, know what I mean? you know. But it is funny when somebody kind of, well, it's, it's, it's basically like an you. open micer getting a compliment from a headliner. Right. And you know Great better. Great set, man. You're like, really? Yeah. But you're yeah. also like, shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. There's no way uh, you really mean that. Yeah. So what was that like? Who, who, who did you link up with in the hip hop world that kind of embedded you in comedy and hip hop? Like, who did that? Who made those links for me? Yeah. <clears throat> so Marco Polo, you know, like Marco Polo? Mm -hmm. You guys look like you could be related. Yeah, to. maybe could have been brothers. Yeah, he's Italian. Marco Paolo Bruno. Paolo. But I'm not, um, you know, I look like the map of Ireland. A yeah, little. but he's a ginge too. I know, but not like this fade. This is so much. No, you know? but he, lo he looks like uh, he just got out of Auschwitz, though, because he's really skinny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's one that got yeah, away. He's got like a big, you know. Yeah. Anyway, Marco Polo from Toronto. Yeah. And, uh, he did a beat for me for one of my specials. And then he was like, yo, is it cool if Craig G comes to the show? And I'm like, are you serious? Fuck yes. And then he goes, yeah. He goes, who else do you want to come? I go, who else do you know? And he started inviting all these old school rappers to my shows. So when at one time when I did uh, uh, Radio City Music Hall like 10 years ago, um, Farrell Monch came, DJ Premier, Craig oh. G, Master Love. Ace. Everybody was there. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it's and you wild. know we all went and hung out, and then we all became really good friends. And like Lord Finesse is one of my best friends, and um, Primo was the man. He's a big comedy fan. You know that, yeah, right? Yeah, well, I know a this big time comedy. Yeah, Primo. Primo probably knows who you are. No, we do. We've connected. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I, in fact, I was sitting in bed one night, and I told my wife, I said, "You know, weird is to be texting with like." What you know, weird is to know I didn't know you were married. Yeah. Well, it's also because every time that you and I hook up, I don't, I don't tell you much. You know you what I mean? Fucking treat me like a. Well, it's okay. You're my side, dude, bro. Uh, I told her I was like I'm texting with DJ Premier and that's like the weirdest thing and of course it means literally nothing to her but I'm like oh, that's yeah. like the weirdest feeling about someone I grew up like idolizing yep and I say idolizing because I didn't never not like I wanted to get into music but it's I the just worst. was a, was, a, was such a big fan of same like everything that my uh, son's mother uh, when we were together and we, we were, say baby mama in this room I, I yeah okay I go with that sure <laughs> Say I don't even want. think I'm in that uh, in that cute space with her. Oh no, it's not like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My son's son's mother's mother so formal. That's it my is. son's it's mother. It's all very formal right. right now. Right. But Big Daddy Kane stayed stays at my house whenever he's in town. Really? So she had no idea who Big Daddy Kane was. I go, oh. he's like a legendary guy. I had posters of him on the wall. Oh, okay, so she would see him in the kitchen. Hi, Kane. Oh, hey, Mama. How you doing? You know, and then and she's like, he's really nice. And I go, he's fucking Big Daddy Kane. She's yeah, he's like, the best. I don't know. It doesn't mean anything, huh? No, thank God my new girl knows. She's like more age appropriate, so she knows all the right, right, right. all the shit. Like when, I get it, dude. You know, it, you always go. It always goes down the ladder. It doesn't go up the ladder. Yeah. I get it. She's closer to the. She's close. She understands it, right? Yeah, she understands. Yeah. It's also well. It's hard too to explain somebody like, like I don't ever fanboy out on almost anybody, and it's usually in a musician that. I love that people don't even, most people don't know about or don't care about. Right. And so they're like, why are you so, why like, I could be sitting at a restaurant next to Brad Pitt and I just couldn't give a fuck. But I'd if, be like, oh, that's cool. I saw eh, Brad Pitt. I today. guess. I'd be like, oh, neat. I get yeah, it. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, wow. I saw Brad Pitt, you know, but, but you know, if you're, if, 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 I, if I'm next to like, you know, if you end up next to like Greg Nice or someone, that, like someone that you're like, well, oh, Greg's one of my good, good friends. Oh, so dope. I, so like, like that to me would be Wanna like, that's him? cooler. You going to, you going to call him? Let's call him. Yeah. Call him. Let's call Greg N I N N N I N I C E, uh, but that to me is that to me has always been cooler. When you're like, oh yeah, someone that I thought I, I, it's mostly because it was influential as a kid. I think that's really what it is. Let's see what he says. 
Well, he's never going to know who the fuck I am. He will. He's a comedy fan. No, he won't know who I am. He'll go, who? No, 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 no. Yeah, tell him to hit me when he's in Atlanta. I will. Yeah. So tell him to, you know. What time is in Atlanta right now? Uh, no, it's not that late. You're good. Nine yeah. Nine o'clock. Yeah. Sometimes he goes months without answering his phone, though. I respect that about people. I like that some people are just like, no, I'm not going to, I don't, I stay off my phone for a while. Boo. Boo. Please leave a name and number. That's very such a what a polite email, yeah. uh, voicemail. Well, tell him the I love him. The last text I got from was him was I love you, brother. That's a great text. Yeah. If anything goes south, you know, you know, and at I least said, you had that. You too, Gregory. <laughs> like a like a dad. You too, Gregory. Be well at school. Yo, have you been doing anything during pandemic, stand up wise, or no? Uh, like the odd week, you know, like I did Addison improv. Yeah, how was it? It was fine. It was in September though. Right. And that's uh, that's when I found out. I, I didn't find out. That's when I thought I had the COVID. Really? Uh, but I didn't know. I didn't know at the time. I retro- right. Retroactively, I went, oh, shit. I guess I did. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, how how much traveling were you doing? Not a lot. Not a lot. So that was like my first gig since July. So it's like every two months or two and a half months, I get a sure. weekend. You and know, I was, I was supposed to be in Chicago this past weekend, but Close. got canceled. Now, now, now what were you doing in Chicago? What do you do when you Schomburg do? Improv? Oh, you do? Yeah. Where'd you grow up? Well, I grew up in the city till I was uh, 11, and then we went to the western suburbs. Um, I grew up right down the street from, I mean, in the same neighborhood as the old town Zanies, the one on Wells. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, one. I was really close to that. And what about no- Jokes and Notes? Do you ever play there? No. Where's that? There's a black club. Oh, yeah. Black no, comedy com- club. No. No, I didn't do comedy in Chicago. I started. Oh, out you here. didn't? No, I moved out here and did comedy out here. So when I go back to Chicago, to me there was no like connective tissue to any clubs that I like had a thing about. The only but thing a lot I, of great comics came out of there. Totally. totally. Rocky Laporte's fucking hilarious. There's a lot more comics that move to Chicago and then claim it as their own than right. physically are from there. I would say that. Well, there's a lot of guys that like move like like Kumail and Bronger and a lot of those guys. They moved from somewhere else. Uh, oh, Kamel started. Is it from Chicago? He born, is that where he moved to? When that's he where he moved came to from Pakistan. Stand-up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. But like a lot of guys claim Chicago. There's a lot of like comics, and that's totally fine. But that's because that's where they started it. Right. But I don't born and raised in Chicago. I don't. There's only a handful of guys. Rocky I mean, Laporte, Dion Cole, uh, D. Ray Hannibal Davis, Bur- Hannibal Burris, D. Ray Davis, uh, Little Rel, Rel. Um. Shit on. Uh, there's uh, Mark Simmons. I don't know who that is. I've never heard of that. Uh, it's all the black comics. Because back in the day, when yeah. I would go do, to New York and stuff, I could only get on the black rooms. Really? Like in the mid-90s. They were like, hey, you can, you can get on. on. You'd be like Capone. Be like, yo, you want to do my spot in the Bronx uh, at 1.30 in the morning? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, fine. And, and then Keith Robinson and Patrice O'Neill, because I was staying with them on their couch. They'd be like, you're going to get kicked in your fucking throat tonight. What's going to happen to you? <laughs> like, what are you talking about, Keith? He goes, listen, motherfucker, I wouldn't do these rooms, and I'm black. And you do them anyway. I'm like, fuck it. It's 75 bucks. I need 75 bucks right now. What year was that? 96. That was Isn't that 96. crazy to think that even in 96, people were getting paid 75 bucks. And then even now, even a couple of years ago, LA still was chumping people on. Money. Oh, yeah. that's It's the worst hustle in the world. Or best hustle for other people. Well, it's the best hustle for the people that own the shit. Yeah. But I've always said that. Like, this old rule that I got sick of observing was like, that you know, everyone in the comedy store. You know, if you're successful, it doesn't matter to you. But I always thought... There's a lot of guys that like really, really need the money 
And when they're getting paid only a couple of bucks to go up, you're like, that's just that's beyond unfair. Yeah. I, know, I hope that changes after all this shit is over. Oh, it won't. It'll probably get worse. You think so? I think yeah, because... It, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to do clubs now. Me and DL were talking about this. We're going back for um, two-thirds... We're going back for to, for one third of the pay we used to get. Yeah, same. I just got a bunch of offers to try to do a bunch of rooms because well because they're half the room, right? Or or, or whatever the capacity level is yeah. different. But I mean, is he okay? By the way, yeah, he's fine. He passed out on stage, right? No, oh, yeah, that's when he had the COVID. Right, he had it in in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. And the video looked concerning. Yeah, he almost banged his head. Yeah, he could have not. He could have really hurt himself. Yeah, and then he but was, he had no idea he had COVID, right? No, that's when he found out. That's what I'm saying. He's like functioning. But he found out that he had Yamaguchi's disease or something. It's a heart condition. Is that an anime thing? What is I, that? It's uh, Christy gave it to him. She did? Yeah. She did a triple axel yeah, on his ass? She did a triple axel on him. Wait, what is Yamaguchi's I disease? I don't know. He was telling me about it. I don't know the details. That sounds like some bullshit. Huh? Some pre-existing condition he didn't know about. Uh, and uh, that's what triggered this and that and this and that. Oh, wow. Or rather the COVID triggered it. But he's fine now. He's fine now, yeah. Well, kids, I was supposed you, to play. you can live through Yamaguchi's disease, yeah, you can, so don't if worry you can, if, if you, you get it. If you can live through the Olympics, you can live through this. <laughs> through anything. You were supposed to play what? I was supposed to play Zanies uh, about you know, about two months ago. And I was, because DL comes to my house, we smoke cigars together. Oh, you big cigar guy, huh? I just got into it over COVID. Dude, you, Burr, a lot of these guys are like huge on it now. It's so funny. Uh, Burr got into it maybe a year ago because he stopped the sauce. Yeah, that's weird. No, I think it was because he he misses having something. Yeah. And that you got to you got to grab something. So he loves cigars and he got burned into smoking cigars. I feel like so many people I know Rogan got into cigars a little bit. Oh yeah, I was smoking one on his show when I was there. Yeah, I, it's it's so so why 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 the cigar thing? I don't you know, I have a I at my other house I had a humidor. It uh, came with the house. Right. It was a big ass humidor and then uh I get these really great Cuban cigars for really cheap. You and have, Angelo Sarukas, you, you have the plug. Is that what I got the plug? You got the you plug. Need? The, yeah, I would love one. You smoke cigars? No, but I want to give them out as gifts. Oh, you should come over and smoke one with me. I'll try one. I don't. I've smoked cigars five times in my I, life. I'll give you the ones that I know you'll like. Okay, great. To start you off, right? And, like I and I had this thing in my house for years, and I buy cigars for Angelo. You know Angelo Sarukas? No. Big Greek guy, one of my good friends. He's from Canada. He lives out here. But he's a big cigar smoker, and I'd always buy him really nice boxes of cigars. So I'd keep them in my humidor for him. Mm -hmm. And then one day, he was over, and I was like, let me fucking have one of these. And I was like, under a lot of stress, and I was like, fuck, you know, this is nice. I feel relaxed doing right. this. And I, I got into it. And then the, when I got into it is when I started hanging around, uh, becoming better friends with guys that I already knew. Sure. It was like, like another... Cedric and DL and Anthony Anderson and those guys would come over and we'd sit around and just be stupid and smoke cigars. Right. It's a bonding experience. It really like is. It. Yeah. That's well, that's why I like drinking with friends, because that is the same thing to me is having a drink. I, we have the drink and the cigar. Yeah. That's at... what they say. That's a great combination. Mm -hmm. But I smoked cigarettes for a while. Mm. And so I think now that I don't think it's going to trigger me to. Want you don't cigarettes. you don't you don't inhale. No, I know. But I'm saying I, there's something about that oral thing that. Really do you do love? Go ahead, I put it out there for you. Uh -huh. You're not gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna take it. Nah. I miss that. I miss, I do miss smoking. I'm not even gonna lie. I do miss smoking. Is it the smoking or just the just the oral fixation? <laughs> I gotta have something in my mouth, man. You know that about <laughs> me. No, I think it's, I, the, you know, really what it was like. Some some nights I would walk to the store when I I lived in West Hollywood for like 12 years, and I lived all close enough to walk to the store, mm -hmm. and then. It was a goal of mine to like live in a place where I could walk to. And then some nights I would walk. And if I was having a tough week or whatever, 
it was so nice to have a cigarette because once that nicotine hits your blood, it just feels like you're, it's almost like a mental check down. Your brain is like, you're okay. Like you're, you're good. It's this, it's this thing that just mentally it feels better. It physically feels better. It's, it's a, it's a whole psychological thing. So yours was about the nicotine then. It also was the, it was, it also <laughs> is the act of smoking. Right. But I think these things are intertwined. I think they're, they're so, I think when somebody is addicted to nicotine and they get to a place when they can't go an hour without having cigarettes, well, then you have a, then it's like, you need, you need to fix that. Yeah. But, but I, I wasn't so addicted where I needed one all the time, but I really wanted one. You know, once in a while I really wanted one and it was a great relief in the weirdest way. You know? Yeah, I I'm, I think I'm like that with cigars now. Like I I can go many days without it, and then so I'm like, you want to have a cigar? I'm like, yeah, let's have a cigar. Yeah, it's nice to have. Yeah, you it's the same with drinking. It's like you know, I could go a couple of days, few maybe weeks without drinking. So because you want to have a drink, I'm like, yeah, let's go have a drink. See, I can't go weeks. Nah. I could barely go weeks, but I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say. I don't know if that's true. Maybe I exaggerated. I can go a couple of days, and then after a couple, after three or four days, I'm like, I'd love to have a drink right now. Yeah. But if somebody told me I was gonna, it was gonna kill me. I'd probably have doubles. I'd probably drink until I died. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna stop now. You nuts? I'd probably do doubles. I got this far. Yeah. No, I I think that it's always been, um, yeah. That I think smoking because it was in my family too. And as a kid, growing up, everyone smoked. I remember that. And people I remember, smoked inside. Yeah. It was just so normal to smoke. Family parties. The next morning, you'd go down to the living room, and the house would stink like smoke and stale potato chips. Stale potato chips and smoke. But you, all you have to do is open a window and air it out. It's not that big of a deal. And for some reason in the winter, if you aired it out in the winter, it like got rid of it faster. It was like the cold wind just like... It froze the snow. <laughs> smelled out the... Yeah, it froze the shit and put it outside. Well, freezers very rarely smell. They don't ever, right? That's yeah. why you put your jeans in there. You know yeah. that? What, to clean them? You never heard about that? Yeah. I've heard about that, but I've never done it. I've done it. It's wonderful. Does it clean them? Well, yeah, because they said like, pe- like big denim head people. Like I'm yeah. not a denim guy. But like friends that I have, my friend's brother's like a denim freak, like collects like really high end expensive. Dean he, Del Rey's like that. He's huge into it. He's yeah. huge. He's huge. I mean, this this guy that I know, my my buddy's little brother, he's unbelievably expensive stuff. And he's like, you cannot put these in the wash. That's insane. He's like, if you are going to wash them, you hand wash them. But usually, people put them in the freezer, and it is apparently disinfects them yeah it got, it get, well it, get, it gets rid of any kind of staleness that's left in the jeans huh. it's interesting man I've, I've done it a few times i don't know if it works i buy you know? th- i'm not joking i buy 30 dollars jeans from american eagle no you don't i swear on my kids also, no you don't you all have such fuck, nice clothes all my fucking jeans look really expensive but they're 30 dollars jeans from american eagle <laughs> like because they have a little stretch in them i like that then they right. got the rips and they got the different cuts but as a guy who does wear nice shit i'm surprised that you don't you seem like you would have expensive jeans no i i like i like nice suits suits shoes suits shoes what's your biggest indulgence financially watches and cars watches and cars that's, and this that's pandemic's common. kicked my ass i got rid of four cars <laughs> seriously yeah sold a bunch of watches yeah did you sell did you sell the cars or or are they are they le- leased cars a couple of them were bought a couple of them were leased i gave them all back so what do you do with the lease you break the lease yeah, well, you flip it all into... Swap a lease or whatever, something yeah, like that? Yeah, you do swap a lease. You do whatever you can to get out of it. Well, what did you do? I'm curious. How did um, you get out of a lease? One of them, I subleased it to another guy. <laughs> smart. That's yeah. really smart. Yeah. Totally legal, too, by the way. I know. Yeah, yeah, I made that. him do paperwork and everything for that. That's great. Yeah, I went all through the lawyers and everything, so that I did that with my Rolls Royce. Because um, that was a payment I didn't fuck... I couldn't do anymore. So, yeah, it's almost five grand a month for a fucking car. It's stupid. Wow. That's a heavy hit, though, huh? Yeah, it's a heavy hit. So I was like, "Ooh, that's gone." And then uh, I sold a Lamborghini truck. 
Well, really? Did you get rid of it? I got rid of the Urus and I traded it in for the Audi, which is $125,000 cheaper. Same engine, by the way. Same car. It's exact same engine. Exact same engine, same yeah. car, same technology. Yeah, I'm a big car guy. That yeah. is the funny thing about why Audi did that. I, all, the, all the Audi family, by the way, that is the exact same engine that they put in. Now, the only difference I've heard, as someone who hasn't driven the Urus, is uh, the, the throttle response is supposed to be a little bit better on the Lambo. I honestly, I can't tell the difference. Right. Most people say they can't, but yeah, that's the technical difference that Lamborghini claims. I, I actually think that the Audi holds the ground better too. Well, it's a little heavier, right? A little heavier yeah. and the tires are wider and right. bigger. Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, look, I like, it's so funny when you think about, if you're a car person, like I love cars. And when you, when you, when you start to learn about cars and the tricks of cars that you're like, sometimes cars are so overpriced. Oh, it's stupid. For no reason. Yeah. Like, there's like, no reason. Yeah. You're like, who the fuck's paying that? Oh, you know, a like, lot of people like people that spend 90 grand on a C63. You're like, right. You just paid 90 grand for a fucking C class, you idiot. Yeah. Or, or, or what did even you get? worse. Yours an E? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to blow up spots. Yeah, we don't. By, no. no, by E, I mean uh, e e Evo. Ecstasy. You bought an Evo? Remember Ecstasy? <laughs> no, I drive. Everybody knows. I, I've talked about it. I drive a Nissan Ultima. And it's a ninety. It's, the e it's a ninety nine. It's a ninety nine Ultima. Yeah. yeah, it's good, dude. It's a, it's a great car, and it gets uh, one hundred and eighty five miles to the gallon. No, but I. I what was, I, Bro I, what was Brody's joke? Uh, wood wood exterior. Yeah, wood exterior. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I miss that, dude. I think uh. I think on my next run, I'm not gonna lie, I'm probably gonna go electric. Really? There was a guy. Oh, not there was. There is a guy around the corner from my place, who has a fucking Polestar. I've seen those on that the road. That shit is beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous, right? But it I, looks like the fucking Urus. But I'm afraid it's going to be like the the, the Fisker, the Fisker, and blow it set on fire and blow up, and then when it, then, you know those people that drive the Fisker, they, there's no dealership for that anymore. It doesn't exist. There used to be one in Pasadena up until last year. Gone, yeah. So now you have to go to a a, a, a body shop that knows how to deal with those. Yeah. Things. No, I uh, I love the way they looked, but my, I sent my assistant to go drive it for me. Yeah. And he said, "Yo, this car drives like shit." It was bad. He said it's so slow, it's annoying. People love because it looks obsessed. fast, right? Yeah, it does look really fast. It looks fast, and and they weren't electric; they were hybrid. Well, that's kind of like that BMW i8. That looks really fast, but it's not that fast. No, and it's a fucking pain in the tits to get in and out of. Oh, really? I've never been in one. I, I was like, "Yo, this shit looks dope. Let me go try it out." I got to the dealership. I go, "Okay, how do I get in?" They go, "You got to fall in." Yeah, it's on the floor. The, the well between the door and the seat. Is this wide? It's like a fucking wide ass well. Oh, so you you have to literally have to yeah. jump in the and car. And then to get out, I, like you fucking pull your, pull your groin to get out. <laughs> Two feet, you still can't get out because this it's higher than the seat. Sure, it sits lower. So yeah, you're, like yeah. Oh, fuck, it was like a turtle on its back. What do you are you? There's uh, no electric in your family. No electric cars. No, I'm waiting for them to come out with something. Here's the thing, I like the. What do you mean the Tesla Plaid? Do you know about that? No. You don't know about the Tesla Plaid? No, tell fastest, us. Fa fastest electric car ever I'm, made. I'm not worried about speed. I'm worried about comfort. Oh, it is pretty comfortable. I think, because I, think I don't Teslas like the Tesla right. seats. Right. They're pretty, they're standard, right? They're mm. like very standard run-of-the-mill seats. I would. And there's no like ventilation? No, everything's up top. Yeah. yeah. They, desi they designed it cheaply because he wanted to spend all the money on the batteries. Those right. batteries are so expensive. No, the Plaid, though, for real, it's an under two-second sedan. It's the fastest car pound for pound oh yeah world. no for sure i mean that, that car's a rocket but same time yeah it's not well they, but he doesn't i think his whole thing was he didn't want to continue to make upgrades to the interior because it's driving price tags up and he wanted all the cars to be simple production line so that's like the problem right you're like yeah i mean i get i get his theory you like fanciness 
I like you like, I like stitching comfort. in the seats. I like stitching in the seats. Right. I like comfort. I don't want to take my Tesla and have to go customize it myself. I mean, take my what, car to fucking West do. Coast. You know what I mean? Right, dude. Get it done by uh, uh what's his name? <laughs> Chip Foose or some <laughs> no, shit? No, 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 no. Uh, 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 exhibits up there, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. What was it called? It was what was it called? Well, uh, pimp my ride. It was yeah. There was go a get your ride pimp. Galpin Auto uh, Gas. Get it a Galpin, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had something done at Galpin once when I had uh, my first Rolls Royce. How many Rolls Royces have you had? I've had. Uh, by the way, we're talking rich money. I'm. I have. N- I don't know anything about. His world, I'm just relative to it, so it makes sense to me. But like, I've had three or four. Crazy, but I mean, I never ever kept them. What do you mean? Because they look really cool, but you feel like a dick driving it. Well, but 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 why? Is that's a projection thing? You feel like other people think you're a dick because you're driving it? Yeah, you feel like an asshole. You feel like the asshole. I feel like an asshole. Because a lot of guys that drive those things that couldn't care less what other people think. I feel like an asshole driving it. So, so it's like, yeah, it's all projection. I was like, I don't like I don't like what I'm putting out there. So you get so you get you get one, you get rid of one, you get one you've never kept. Yeah, you because I'm like, oh well, it's so cool. And then I'm like, what a dick you look like. Sure. I mean, you know. That can could be my kind can, of that could be my Canadian side. I would like a Cullinan. Oh really? I love those. <laughs> I fucking love the car. You just got rid of four cars now, right? And yeah. you're ready to like juice no, it back I'm up. I'm not again? gonna do nothing, but I, I have two Audis. That's it. That's all you got left? Yeah. Wow. An RS Q8 and an S8. The S8's fun. Huh? It's great sedan. So you have those two whips, and that's it. Lambo that's it. gone. Rolls Royce gone. What was the other one? Beamer gone. What Beamer did you have? M5. 750. The oh, yeah. new one. The big daddy. The with the M package, and I had it with it was black matte paint from BMW. Damn. Red leather interior was beautiful. I want to be like you when I grow up. But I was like, I never drove it. What was the point? And what was the other one? Uh, an M850. An M that's a bad, that's a bad fucking car. I, I love had a, that I had thing. the first edition that had the uh, the Swarovski crystal on the shifter uh, In the dial? Shifter oh, and my everything. God, yeah. dude. That's bananas. So yeah. what do you, you got to give all that stuff back? And you're like, I can't, I just got to get rid of I it. I just didn't need it. Everyone was like, how many cars are you going to drive? You know what's funny is, not to name drop, but Len- Lennox Lewis, when I first started, because we grew up together. You Seriously? Yeah. Like in the same neighborhood? What do you mean? I, I was an amateur. He was an amateur at the same time. Sure. So we would see each other at tournaments. Right. I wouldn't be fighting. He would. And I mean, it would just be like, hey, man, what's up? You know, good fight. And right. It wasn't right, right. anything more than that. But then as we got older and I got in the business and he became heavyweight champion, I was like, hey, I remember you from... You know, and I was like, yeah, that was, I remember, you know, and right. then we just, we rekindled our, we became much better friends over time. Wild. To the point now, actually, I'll show you, there's this video. I'll send it, I don't know if you can put it on the uh I'll put it on. on the podcast. Yeah, we'll put it it's, right here. Yeah, it's a video of him with this suit he just had made, right? Yeah. This is, um, this is like from September. Right. Anyway. But anyway, long story short. So he gave short. you a shout out? No, 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 no. He had a suit made, right? Uh-huh. In 1996 or 7, I was at his house in London. 97, 98, whatever it was. Sure. Back in the day. I was at his house in London to visit him. And he was like, I go, where's your title? So he pulls out his WBC belt and I'm holding it. And I go, let's take a picture. So I took a picture of me holding the belt and looking at him like we're facing off. Wild. And uh, I... I, I, I recently found the picture, like last year. Oh, yeah. So I sent it to him. I go, yo, check this. I remember this. He goes, holy shit. And he just had a suit made. And the lining of the suit is that picture. No shit. So the lining of a suit is a picture of me and him. 
You got to send me that. That's wild. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah, so that's how my... old were you guys when you first met? Let's see, Lennox if I Lewis, man, if what? I was like, you know, sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, he must, he's what, maybe four or five years older than me. Are you boxing anymore? You don't box anymore. No, I do jujitsu. You do. You're into all that shit. Yeah, I, that's why shit. I was late today. I trained and I got to training late, and then you well, you get to training late, and it's a, it's a, you it's, know, it's a fucking domino, it's a domino effect. effect. And then after I had to go and eat, and then I was like, got home, and then I showered. Are you, are you eating healthy? I'm trying. I, do I look okay? Well, I'm not judging your physical form. I think you are. I want to know about your inside. That's what matters. Um, I'm trying to eat healthier. It's impossible, dude. I've, I've gained. I gained ten pounds over COVID. Did you? Yeah, man. And I and I've lost a little bit of muscle, which sucks because I can't. I can't you just, I can't work out the same way. Just schedules are different. My my the lifestyle is so different. It's just everything has shifted. So, and I'm quicker to say yes to pizza. You know, oh, I or love pi- I love oh, pizza, though. fuck. But, but that's my problem is like I used to I'm, when I was doing shows every night or I was traveling or like when you're busy, it's so much easier to be conscious to go, hey, I can get a workout in the morning before I go do shows or I can, you know, and, and I can get a good meal in the hotel or I can go out to get a really good, healthy meal. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it was just so much easier to live a little bit more conscious. But now if I'm doing a bunch of bullshit and then I have a day and then I get home. I'm I mean, like, the trick for me was is no snacking. Yeah, impossible. Come on. I don't snack at all. Really? Not at all. I don't snack now. And I um, and I used to eat till I was fucking stuffed. Same. Because we grew up with our parents and don't waste. Yeah, eat it. Eat it. Yeah, eat, you don't had fuck to eat it or you couldn't get up from the table. And, yeah, That's really my parents are from a third world country. Do you know that your cousins are starving? And you're like, I didn't. Well, they are. What yeah. did you? And what, would you have any smart ass rebuttal to that or no? Oh yeah. Well, why don't we send them? Send this it to time? that. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I used to say to my mom. We'll send it to him. My dad was like, "What you fucking say?" But it's always that thing of like, I, I don't want I, you know, I don't I don't want to ever feel like well you should finish because it's it's stupid to not finish your meal and it's embedded into your brain. Yeah. And then as you get older, you're like, "Well, I should finish anyway. I'm hungry." I'm but then you go to restaurants that give you too much food. Sure, and I'll take it all. I ordered a chicken parm last night. It was this fucking yeah, big. They're always absurd. Yeah, I, I, I had this much of it. It's a block of cheese yeah. on it. Oh, yeah, it's so good though. It is good. In here, we pour whiskey. Whiskey, whiskey ginger is supported by Squarespace, guys. If you've got an incredible idea and you're looking to put it to work on the interwebs, please use Squarespace. I use Squarespace. I think they're incredible. Uh, beautiful, wonderful templates that are laid out very easy for you to use. And I'm a stupid person. I've told you this. I'm not a smart guy and I can do it. So if I can do it, you can do it. Um, and it's much easier now than it ever was to make a website on your own. I know it used to be a troublesome thing, uh, but now it's not. Showcase your work, blog or publish content, sell products online. If you're trying to sell some stuff to make some cream because times are tough, get on and do that. Um, there's a powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. And a new way to buy uh, domains and choose from over 200 extensions. Analytics that help you grow in real time. 24-7 award-winning customer service. By the way, they've helped me out multiple times. I've sent them customer service emails and they're like, hey man, you're just stupid. It's this easy. And I figure it out and then I go, right, my B. Uh, Make it yourself. Easily create a website by yourself. Make it stand out. You know, stand out with a beautiful website right now using Squarespace. Uh, Head over to squarespace.com slash whiskey. That is squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code WHISKEY once again to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash whiskey. Use the offer code WHISKEY for 10% off for your first purchase of a website or domain. Ginger. I like gingers. Where'd you go? Where'd you go eat? You Monty's. Sh- oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, so I, uh, Nick Tortoro was there too. Oh, yeah. So Nick was at the other table with his family and I was at my table, but we're very good friends, so 
at the end of the night, I was like, Nick, you want to take this home? Because I'm fucking not taking it. So Nick took it home. And then you're like, and it's on your bill, too. Yeah, yeah you have to pay for all this shit. Yeah. You, what's, you, the, what's the one... Is there a food or a th- or a or a night out thing that you miss because of COVID that you can't have right now? Um, I I miss flying to Toronto and having Jamaican food. Oh yeah, I love Jamaican food. It's good, huh? Fucking oxtail rice and peas. You can't get that in L.A., huh? Not not really good. You can get okay. Where where but would you, you go to get to, Jamaican I food? I gotta go to the fucking hood to go get it. Sure, and you know yeah. I'm not uh, fucking. You're not doing that. Jamaican food in Beverly Hills, dude. Yeah, so I gotta go like down to Inglewood, and then we're like, oh, there's this spot. I'm like, listen, if you're coming up that way, I got this friend who lives in Compton. He's like a gangbanger guy. Yeah, and he's like, El Cuz, whatever you need, homeboy, I got you. I got my people. They be throwing down on the kitchen, Cuz, and I'm like, okay, well, right, bring gotta, it up. Yeah, I'll bring you some oxtails. <laughs> they always call it oxtails, but the Jamaican just call it oxtail. Right. And I'm like, yeah, is she good? Yeah, she's Jamaican, cuz. I'm like, all right. And he and and she, he, I don't know what he did or how he did it, but this lady came to my house with a big ass tray of oxtail, rice and peas, beef patties, cabbage, uh. a cooler full of drinks, and and I go, what what I gotta give her? He goes like, nah, that's I got this, cuz it's all good. She. She put on, she put on, you know, market to the game, cause it's on the family. Yeah, yeah and I'm yeah. like, okay. <laughs> and now you owe them a favor. Yeah. So when I, I read in the it. paper that, that Russell says you're caught with a gu- guns in your car. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm like Russell uh, Peters caught with 19 guns in his car in South Los Angeles today. Yeah. And you're like, I just, it was for the oxtail. <laughs> <laughs> it was a car chase. Right, right. And we got him. He's going. He's he's exiting the freeway. Book him. He's, Book him, Dano. He's going to Calabasas. This is. <laughs> Yeah, that's how they know that you're up to some bullshit yeah. when you're living out that way. And they're like, he's, he's coming from the hood. Something's wrong. You know uh, yeah. this uh, buffalo? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, pause. <laughs> you want some more ice? Nah. No. Get some of this sauce in there. Pour it, pour it discretion. Pour it your own discretion. Are these custom, these shoes? No. They look custom. Oh, they're from uh, Nike. They're older. They're like maybe three, four years old. Uh how, oh! Do you, now do you do you get are you hooked up with the Nike family that you're allowed that you get gifts? No, I are know you? I was at one point, and now they don't send me any. Yeah, they don't, I, they've stopped all that shit. Well, I they've think. they've let a lot of people go. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. When I first the pandemic has here. not been good to corporate America uh, no. hookups. Yeah, I mean, my boys at Roots of Fight sent me this. That's cool, and I that's like that. my favorite fighter of all time. So I hit him up. I was like, "Yo, a Jack Johnson sweatsuit? I need that." That's so, great. Shout out to Roots of Fight. Shout out to them for sending out free merch. And I'm going to get some, too. Obviously, you're going to give me a whole bunch of it. But, yeah. He, he's a fan of yours, too. Oh, good. Really? Jesse, I'll, yeah. I'll take it. I, it's so funny. It's so, when you, I always used to, when I first moved out here and I was skipping around, I worked at the same studio that they made Punked on. I did Punked. I did the, the second iteration of it years yeah, ago. Yeah, you did, That was my you? first job. And Ashton. You were like a waiter. I was, in, I was, I did all sorts of bullshit for them. And then Ashton, uh, you know, he, he, his assistant would, like, you know, they would make us like reorganize stuff when I was, when I first moved out here. So we would be reorganizing, you know, an office or whatever when we were working on this show. That was your punking. That was my, that trust me, it was. But I was reorganizing it one time. They were, he had like, because he would get so much free shit. I mean, and like an amount of free shit that was almost <clears throat> disgusting. It was, it was, it was just, yeah, it was terrible because, but usually we would end up dropping it off at like, you know, they would make people drop it off at shelters or donation centers, which was very nice. I mean, that's the, the thing to do. But I remember one time, I'm going to call myself out. They had, uh, I'm, dude, I had no money. You know, I was 24. I was fucking skipping by. And um, they had gotten all these Christmas gifts to give to, like, family and friends. And they were, like, like dope-ass portable speakers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were so sick. I don't even remember the brand at the time. Maybe Bose or some bullshit, whatever. 
but it was a cabinet filled with these things. And they had given out almost all these Christmas gifts. And I knew we don't get Christmas gifts. We were low-end nobodies. Yeah. And so, of course, I stole a few. Yeah, you should. And one of the one of the dudes there was going to snitch on me. And I, I had to, like, step up to him like I was going to fight him. I was like, dude, I'm going to lose my job over this shit. He's like, you shouldn't have stole. I was like, there's a thousand. They don't fuck. They'll never know. But to this day, I felt guilty about stealing. And I was like, but he got them for free anyway. I mean, he got so much. And now that I get some free shit, I'm always like should always give it away to people you should always be like take some here fucking keep what you want but then also be like eh, here take all this other bullshit because i don't i definitely you don't need all the shit you get yeah i get I, i'll get stuff when i'm like i keep it for no reason i'm like i have to give this to somebody i don't get much yeah you if you could if you wanted to no if i wanted it i'd love it but i mean i do want it there's always a friend that knows someone that goes hey here you can edit and i'll get a thing and usually it's a thing i never use or never yeah need. like like uh, Snoop Dogg sent me a case of his wine. Rather, he sent me four cases of his wine. Right. Which was really cool. Right. But I don't drink wine. Because <laughs> right. I have acid reflux. I can't drink fucking That's wine. nice gifts, though, huh? <clears throat> and then he sent me a bunch of bottles of his vodka. Now, that worked well. Yeah, that goes down. Is he still making that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that guy's the most entrepreneur. I've never met someone who has his hands in more parts of the industry in my life. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, that was cool. Did but- you ever do GGN, by the way? What's that? That, or GNN, the Gangster News Network that he does? No, nah, I never did it. He's still doing them once in a great while. Really? Yeah, there was a few really good ones he did. I think he did one with Nipsey that was really good. Um, Rappaport, I think, just did one a couple months ago. I did Drink Champs. What is that? Noriega's one. What is it? Like you know a, Nori? I mean, I know who he is. Yeah, but. so Nori has a show on Revolt TV called Drink Champs. It's where you sit around and you it's like a podcast where you talk shit, but you're drinking. Right. And you're smoking weed. Oh, shit. So it was me and Bumpy Knuckles who did it together. Really? Because Bumpy's like one of my best friends, too. Oh, shit. And, and uh, so Bumpy wanted to do it, but he's like, yo, Russ, I'm not doing it if you don't do it with me. And I was like, Nori, I'll do it, but can I bring Bumpy with me? He goes, oh, hell yeah. I go, you want Bumpy? He goes, yeah, hell yeah. I go, okay, well, I'm going to come in with Bumpy. He goes, well, yeah, perfect. And Because I went in because Bumpy don't drink like that. Right. So every time they shoot a shot, I go, oh, I got this. And I would take all the shots and then... Wow. And then I started getting really hammered, which was fine. But then I got hammered to the point where Nori was smoking a blunt right beside me. And he'd go, yo, go, hey, give me that fucking thing. Oh, shit. And I, I don't smoke weed. That's a good night session for <laughs> you, my friend. I hit it hard. And everyone was like, ooh, shit. And I was yeah. like, all right. Handed it back. And then he, maybe five minutes later, he lit up a new one. Mm. And he goes, I go, give me that fucking thing. Idiot. And he goes, this one's stronger. I go, who gives a shit? I took a hit. And I was like, fuck. And then I'm sitting there and he's talking to Bumpy and all of a sudden you see me. I'm like this. Yeah. Out. Out. And then you hear Nori going, we'll continue that with Russell when he wakes up. <laughs> and Ooh. then as soon as I got outside, I puked. Oh, you did? Oh. As soon as the fresh air hit me, I was like, Bleh. Well, what is it called? Uh, cross, uh, whatever that, uh, when you're smoking and drinking. I, I, why can't I think of the name? I mean, I, that was my, that is my uh, magic potion. I love having a little bit of weed. I only t- I'll take two hits and drinking whiskey, and mm-hmm. that's when I feel like I'm in my be- when I'm on the road, and I want to like work out in some new weird shit on a late show. Mm-hmm. I love getting a little high and, dr- and a little drunk. What about microdosing? I microdosed mushrooms. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, it's fun, but um, I don't know. I like a lot of people love it. I've done it a few times. I'd rather I'd rather do mushrooms. I I enjoy more taking a a hefty amount of mushrooms and getting fucking ripped. If I'm going to do it. How ripped do you get? I mean, I've been, I ate mushrooms probably the first time when I was 15. And I've, since then I've probably done 20 or 30 times. And, and 
What's the trippiest thing that's happened? Oh my god! Well, I mean, dude, I you know, Do when you I was in high school, we used to eat an eighth and some chain. I mean, we would eat a fuckload. When you're in high school, you're an idiot. You're like, let's go. I see in high school, I didn't do any of that shit. Oh, I did all of it. Dude. I didn't start drinking until I was 31. No shit. 31. When's the first time you smoked weed? Uh, maybe 40. Really? Yeah, and I didn't really Wild. smoke it. I just tried it. Were you just a good kid, or your parents really strict, or what no, was it? No, it just didn't occur to me. Damn. It really didn't occur to me, and I, I didn't start drinking until I was 31. I was in South Africa. How focused were you as a kid with schooling and shit? Was that a priority? Sports? No, just boxing and DJing. And then but, but DJing, in the hip-hop world, there had to have been weed and liquor around you all the time. No, it's Canada. Oh, right. You guys are weird up there, man. Yeah. Guys, what a, how strange. It was but, the 80s as well, you know what I mean? So it was like... <clears throat> my friend's father was on crack back then. Sure. So we were all kind of freaked out by it because, yeah. like, yo, what's wrong with your dad? Oh, he's on. It, they'd literally be like, yo, what's up with your dad? Oh, he's rocked out right now. So, and you'd go over and his dad would be like this Ooh. eyes wide open, teeth clenched. Oh, what's up, guys? How are you doing? Is, uh. he, is he alive? Yeah. Really? Made it through the rock, the yeah, rock era. Made it era. through the rock era. And then, good I, for him. I remember seeing his dad a couple of years ago and I was like, Hey, Mr. B, remember when you used to be all fucked up on crack back in the 80s? And he was like, oh, uh, yeah. He's yeah. like, the good old days. Yeah, he was in his, he's in his 70s now. Like, remember how fucked up you were in the 80s with the crack? <laughs> and then I was telling him, well, one time I walked in, I stayed over. I slept on the couch. And I walked in, I had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. So it's an apartment. So I walk in the bathroom, take a piss. And as I open the door, his dad's in there with a dude and another chick. And they're shooting heroin. Holy shit. Yeah, like one dude, like pulling the fucking the Ro- Roping him off? His, yeah. yeah. And and he's like, and all I see is, uh, and I go, oh, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> is there? Oh, wait, is there a line? There's a line in the yeah. bathroom. Sorry. <laughs> There's a few lines in that bathroom. Yeah, that's kind of fucking crazy to think that you're. I mean, I, I had. I'm like 14, 15 when I'm seeing all this shit. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I saw a little bit of drugs when I was young, but I wanted, I wanted to try so bad. I was so interested. Weed was my. I smoked weed when I was 15, and that changed everything. That was like, oh my god, especially because it was the culture of going to hip-hop shows everyone was smoking so much weed and it was just such a fun it was also when you used to have to hide weed which i do see for you but that's I like the it. late 90s right yeah see so for i'm yeah that's a different time it's a different era late 90s versus like mid 80s and at same age for age yeah it's two very different time periods sure yeah especially because culturally what's going on right yeah. like weed kind of took a nap through the 80s and then woke up again in the 90s yeah yeah coke so, coke made its way to the forefront of the 80s Again, rich people drug though because you know we were yeah. none of us had we were like in these we were all these poor kids. Right. Well, I mean, rich we people drug the, or working class guy drug that spent all his money on coke. Yeah, see, like my dad went to jail my whole life when I was a kid because of drugs. Selling them or all of it. Nice. Was all he, of it. Was he a mob guy? Nah, you know what I mean. You don't know. You don't want to say. He, you know, he knew people and stuff. Hey, and we all know people. <laughs> He used to he, he knows somebody who knows somebody maker so you know nobody. He he got caught up in the lifestyle of Did your dad speak partying. Italian? No. No, it wasn't like that. My my grandfather uh he was the wackiest mother. He's still alive. My grandfather's 91 or 92 and still drives. That's wild, right? Dude, he's you can't kill this guy. You literally couldn't kill this guy if you tried. We were in we were in the parking lot of a um Was he from Italy? born and then here but born not raised Italy. not raised here born and i mean not raised to there. america yeah uh he, he we were in the parking lot of a um uh 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 oh why can't i think of the name i'm losing i'm losing my grip this in illinois 
This is in Chicago. Yeah, they're all over the city, but I, I can't remember. The, I'm closing my eyes, but Golden Nugget. Golden Nugget is like... Um, a buffet restaurant? Norms. It's like our norms. Oh, nice. Same kind of shit. You know what I mean? It's a, uh, I love those places. Me fucking too. Well, the Nugget in Chicago is a great thing, but we were in the parking lot of Golden Nugget, I'll never forget, and my grandfather was starting to get to a point when he probably shouldn't be driving, you know, where you're like, mm-hmm. he's a little shaky, you know, and <clears throat> and not even that old. But still, you're like, eh, he's just not paying attention as much as he used to. He fucking hits the gas. We're st- he's behind us to get go make a right to go into the... He smokes the back of us. And my dad gets out. He's like, Dad, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, go, go. It was, that was his way of being like, come on, let's He go. thought he was giving you a gentle nudge. Yeah, dude, he smoked the back of the car. It was just like, I, at some point when you're old and impatient... Yeah. You're young. You're like, this is the whole thing. When you're old, you're like, yeah. we're going to die. Yeah, I'm going to die before that car yeah, breaks. I couldn't care less. Go. Yeah, he folded half of the trunk in. No, he's a he's That's an interesting awesome. dude. He's a hustler, man. He's still, he made a living hustling in the streets. I mean, he's, you know. my If my dad would have been 95 if he was alive. Wild. Yeah. How long did he pass away? How long ago? Uh, 16 years ago. Damn. Natural? Yeah, but- well, he had cancer, so naturally. I guess, yeah, that, yeah. That's te- technically now, isn't that natural? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which right? one did he get? Uh, Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Cancer skin, of the skin. blood? Oh, no, skin. skin. cancer, yeah. Oh, wow. Because we're, we should have, we're, we're half-breeds, right? You so. should be indoors more. Well, yeah, we're, we're mixed with the British. Thanks for fucking us over. And um, Well, yeah, it wasn't so, a choice, really. <laughs> yeah, so Eric Reginald Peters got the old, uh, although he was a brown Your father's man. name was Eric? Yeah. His middle name was Reginald. <laughs> I know that's even more. Eric Reginald Peters. My grandfather was uh, James. That's my middle. That was supposed to be my name. <clears throat> James Arthur Peters. <laughs> you sound like tennis players. Yeah. James yeah. Arthur Peters. And my grandmother was uh, Eileen. Shh, get the fuck out of here. No. Eileen. That's and- my family. That's, yeah. Eileen is Irish. What was my grandmother's maiden name? I think it might have been Burby. Burby? Yeah. As like. Some sort of. Where are your parents from? India. But where? Downtown. Uh, (laughs) Downtown. uh, Calcutta and Bombay. My dad was born in Bombay, but then he was his family. My my grandfather moved the family out to the jungle, like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Because back then, the type of Indians we are were called Anglo Indians. We're mixed, so we would get all the good jobs because the British were still in India at the time. So what does that mean? You're because you're mixed. What you're mixed with all the Brits? All the yeah, white? the Brit were half British, half how Indian. How much br- Brit blood? How much? How much? It Brit- went back. We 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 weren't full. Well, last time my family, my bloodline was a full Indian was like 1820. Oh wow! Like my cousin traced it back, and she goes, "Yeah, this is when it happened." That's wild. So before that, apparently, we were on my dad's side. We were Muslim. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what we found out. I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then uh, my mom's side, she doesn't know. My mom's kind of vague with her answers. But my mom's a lot more fair-skinned than my dad was. So she got all that white blood, huh? Yeah. Growing up, and we, people would speak Italian to her when we go out. Cause yeah, you just, you, you'd look very tan. Yeah, my mom looked like an older Italian woman. Right, like if I never knew and I never met you, I'd be like, look at this fucking Greek-Italian... Guinea, fuck Persian, me. Guinea, yeah. fuck. Look at that. Look at that face. <laughs> I'll take the Greek and Italian. You could be know. 50 things, though. You could be ambiguous. You're just, yeah. t- tonally, you're just right enough to be like, oh, I could yeah. be anything. But the Indians know right away. They do? Yeah, they So do. you don't look, any Indian friend, I have, an Indian family grew up next door to me, and you don't. What was their name? Well, I can't blow them up on no, the, What was we'll the last name? Bl- blank it. We'll have to blank. We'll blank this out. Sarvastrava. 
No, they were South Indian. Yeah, Savrasta. Yeah, so they'd have been dark as shit. Which is where I learned how to do the accent. Oh yeah, well you learned the South one. Right. So that because I because that because his dad. Yeah. Was he he was the is the nicest, sweetest, coolest. I mean, they're a great family. They were such a good people. But he was just such a like a. It was the first time I understood. I I, I didn't know what curry was when I was. And a kid. theirs is extra hot down there, bro. Unreal. In the south, they fucking eat lava. I mean, it, I didn't understand it. I didn't. Know, I would just know it smelled strong as fuck. I was like yeah. the strength of the smell. If that indicates how what it tastes like, yeah. I was like, I don't know if I want that in my body. Back in the day when I'd go to clubs and I was still living with my parents, if they were cooking, you'd have to keep your bedroom door closed so your clothes didn't smell like it. <laughs> and you would have to literally be like, Mom, I'm going for a shower. And when I'm done, I'm leaving. So don't get mad if I don't say bye. I'm saying bye now. Cause you, cause and you she'd wanna... go, why? And I go, because I don't want to smell like Indian food. Why not? I go, I don't, well, who, do don't want to smell like any fucking food. Right. I want to smell I don't, like don't, me. I don't want to smell like any food. I want to smell clean and go to this club. So I would take a shower, run to my room, get dressed, and then bolt out of the house before I could smell like anything. That's wild. Yeah. Well, just because you, you knew it, st- it sticks, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. You'd be like this. Fuck. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you cook traditional Indian food at the house or no? I can't cook worth a shit. For real? Not at all? Your parents never gave you any of that love? No, I mean, I'm pretty sure I could figure it out, but I don't have the patience. I actually took chef training for two years. Le Cordon Bleu, you one of those guys? No, the high school I went to, you had to learn a trade. <laughs> did you did cooking? So I took chef training. And I was good at it then, but we're talking fucking 32 years ago was right. when I graduated. Right. So now, no, you got a chef at the house? No. I well, feel like you'd have a chef at the house, though. Well, Lord Finesse lives with me, and he loves to cook. So he's the chef at the house? Yeah, basically. Lord Finesse would be like, yo, what you want on the menu tonight, man? And I'm like, I don't know, what do you feel like? I don't know, maybe a little shrimp parmesan, maybe some steaks, <laughs> maybe. And he'll throw down. He'll make a whole shitload of things. I'm like, damn, Ness. Yeah, like, fill yeah. up the fridge. Yeah, I he, need to come over to the house then. I should come over to you your should, house. Are you a Lord Finesse fan? I am. Yeah. I am. I am too. He was actually literally one of my favorite MCs. Now he's like, he's family now. All right, know. well, let's let's be honest then. Let's go through it. Who is, who to you is your top five? Um, It's Kane. It's a lot of bigs. It's Big Daddy Kane. Biggie. Biggie. Big L. Big L. Um, Big L chain. That album, that, that Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous changed yeah. my life. Lord, Lord, uh, Lord Finesse. And AG from DITC. Hey, I love AG. Yeah. Yeah, I love AG. I don't know if it's one of my favorite lyricists, but I No, but, but I love if you AG. listen to him, you go, hey, this motherfucker spits. No, he does. Yeah. It's I like- mean, I mean, also someone that's been sampled a lot, which I think is interesting, right? Like people will peel off uh, a line or two of his and sample it and use it in something else. But yeah. most people of my generation don't know. Yeah. Unless you're ahead and then you go, oh, yeah, I've heard him. I've heard this before and I know that's an AG song. Yeah, AG's his wordplay is incredible. But basically, any of the DITC guys really, are, right? They're all dope. Big L to me, uh, one of the strongest lyricists of all time. I mean, also so young. Who knows what could have been? Yep. You know, and that that lifestyle's the poor and dangerous. I remember Ness pr- produced most of that album. Did he? Yeah. I remember. I remember hearing that for the first time with my friend Tyler. We were Finesse to it and fucking, discovered Big L. Is he a Harlem guy? Yeah, no, Finesse is a Bronx guy, but he met Big Al. I don't know. He'll tell you the story. When you come over, he'll tell you the story. Okay. He'll tell you the whole story about how he met Big Al, and then they got him to the studio, and and how they just became boys. Why? It's, that that The whole idea of how those things used to happen was so organic and fascinating to me. Versus now, and maybe I sound like it's like, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, but I see so many things now. They feel so much more fabricated. Everything's fabricated to me right. now. 
and nobody has any originality because it's like, well, this is the sound that sells, so I'm just going to do that. You're like, why don't you do you? Well, to be fair, there is some guys out there that still are remarkably unique, but the problem is there's a lot more copycats. But like, I think Kendrick Lamar is remarkably unique. I think there's not I'm, a lot of guys I'm, like again, him. Again, not a fan. You don't like Kendrick? No, really? I don't get it. I, I, I respect him. I think, I think he's I wonderful. respect what he's doing. Yeah, I really like but him. It doesn't, doesn't work for me. How about okay? Let's let me try to peel my way through this whole thing. And let's do you like do you like guys like Future? Do you like any of that kind of stuff? No. Do you like not uh, at all. no? Not at all. Do you like um? Do you, is it because you don't like it or you don't understand it, and so it's therefore just not worth it? Probably both. Right. There's a part. There's a part of that that exists. Right. Like I've learned to admit that. Like I'm like I don't get what you're talking about or why you're talking about it. You know, Melly right. <clears throat> again. Melly, Melly Mel, Mel is one of my yeah. really really good friends. And when we're hanging out... What do these guys think of the, of the younger so cats? So this is what Melanie right. said one night. Okay. We're hanging out, we're drinking. And he's like, you know, music is supposed to be a stamp of time. It's supposed to take you back to what was happening then. Sure. If you go back and you listen to The Message, you know what was happening in the early 80s. You go and listen to White Lines, you know that people were doing cocaine. In the club. You listen to Public Enemy, you know that there was a struggle happening. You listen to these motherfuckers in 20 years, all you're going to know is they love strip clubs and big asses and fucking rims. It's true. That's, that's, yeah. Well, all those things are true. Yeah. He <laughs> like goes, I, they're not going to tell you anything about the political climate of what was no. happening. You're not going to know anything Except about Except for that thing. song, Fuck Trump. That's pretty on yeah. the nose. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. they're saying. It was very subtle. Yeah. Subtle. Yeah. They try to hide their message the a little bit. The wordplay was good in that. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Trust me. I'm trying to do, I've talked about this on the show before, but like I'm trying my best to understand why the youth likes what they they like. So why because a 17-year-old likes... simple. Well, but it may be what, what works for them, right? Like my father hated, hated most of the music that I played in my room. Right. And I was like, you don't get it. And he may not have gotten it, but also it's also because it meant something to me because of my youth. So little little pump or whatever the fuck or whoever, yeah. it may mean something to that youth category. So I'm trying to be more like understanding and learn why. I, I get that it's not made for us. hundred percent. No way. I, I get that. Yeah. I yeah. get it's made for the younger generation. But it, what bothers me about it is the is the lack of trying to do something better. Sure. And I think it's getting called out though. This is my point. I guess the reason I brought like Kendrick up, tries to do better. That's my point. He, although he does. it doesn't appeal to me. I respect what he's doing, and I appreciate that he's trying to do something different. Yeah. Cole, uh, I like the kid. I like J. Cole. Uh, I mean, I couldn't tell you any of his songs, but I like the kid as a person. He's a he, nice guy. His, that, that Let Nas Down is a, one of the best songs of all time. Have you ever heard that song? No, but I mean, I like him, and I respect what he's doing, and I yeah. know that he, he respects the culture. It's, for me, it's it's a personal thing. It's like, I know. do you understand the hip-hop culture? And like, like I was, uh, I was FaceTimed with Tyga the other day. Why are and you on FaceTime with Tiger? I just uh, this guy in my house is sure, friends sure. with him. He was FaceTiming him, and I go, "Yo!" And I'm a little drunk. I'm like, "Yo, I got an idea." And then we came over. I was like, "Yo, so who's your favorite old school rapper?" He goes, "Like, like who?" I go, "Yeah, like who? Who the fuck? Who do you, who'd you listen to? Like, who's an old school guy?" Like, he goes, "I don't know." And I'm like, "Do you know any fucking hip hop artists?" He's like, uh, "I go like Big Daddy Kane." He goes, "Oh, that's before my time." Yeah. I go, yeah, that's what old school is, you fuck. Right. And then, and then he goes, okay. I, I, I he goes, well, I'm like Egyptian lover. And I go, you went bef before Kane. Before Kane, yeah. That's I go, Egyptian lover was dope, but I guess that's because you're a Cali guy, so you. Right. You he know, knows but, West Coast stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Egyptian lover's dope, so right. I had no problem with that. But 
He's not like a rapper. Did he earn points from you, though, at least a little no, bit? No, because I know he learned that from his mom. Right. Because you know, his mom's my <laughs> age. You know what I mean? A record that his mom had when he was yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, and I, was, I was just being, you know, drunk and racist with him. It's like, oh, good. That's why I love being drunk and racist, yeah, man. Because he's half Vietnamese. I don't know if people know that. He is? Yeah, Tiger's half Vietnamese. His mom's I Vietnamese. Know. I would never know. So I was like, I knew that. And I was like, hey, I got an idea for it. He goes, what? I go, you need to open up like Tiger's nail shop. <laughs> And they're so dumb. They're like, uh. It didn't land at all? No. Jesus. These kids, these kids are dumb nowadays. Dude. Well, I think it's, it's also a it, They're so focused on. Like, I watched the, I watched the Hulu put out the, uh, um, it was a documentary. Indian dude, by the way, you know, one of yours, uh, put out a uh, documentary about Takashi 69 Did you Did see he? that? No. Yeah, you should check it out. I, I shouldn't really promote it as if it's great. What I mean is, what does it follow him from? It goes from the jump. It goes, honestly, from when he grew up in Bushwick. They go all the way back to the neighborhood he grew up in Bushwick and the people he grew up around. Does and it he, follow him coming out of jail and stuff? Well, the most recent moment of it, without giving anything away, is what's happening right now. So they get to 2019, so to speak. So it's fairly current. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they show as much as they can show, and he goes as far as he can go without... Did you watch Hip Hop Evolution? Yeah, I did. Good. Yeah, I did. You know that's my show, right? But that's your show? I executive produced that. You did? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm the executive producer of Hip Hop Evolution. Look that's why you have you have Melly Mel and Grandmaster Kaz and, and Cool Herc. They're all on there because I'm friends with those guys. Like, you yeah. put it all together. Yeah, my, my buddy Darby, Darby Wheeler, called me with the idea. And I was like, I'll do it, Darby, but we got to make sure we follow it. I want to go right back to Herc and back past Herc. To the beginning, beginning. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, that's what I want. I go, perfect. And then I said, well, I'll get us the interviews then. Right. And you set all that shit up? I set up most of it. That's wild. Most of the, all the, most of the New York stuff. Right. And now right. we're working on a D&D &D doc. I'll show you the trailer. With who? Who it. you do? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like... We're I'm, almost done. Really? Yeah, we started it like fucking seven years ago. Six, six years ago. Wow. Is this something that you kind of want to continue to do? Or is this yeah. just like random? Well, the D&D &D doc is going to be Our Sound City or Mu Our Muscle Shoals. Right. Like, those are dope documentaries, too. For people that haven't seen those, uh, Muscle Shoals, uh, phenomenal. Loved it. And if people don't know, Muscle Shoals is an area of uh, Alabama that is a mecca, hub, whatever you want to call yeah. it, of some of the greatest music of all time. Yeah. It, 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 Dude, it's, um, I think that's a cool world. Do you think maybe that's, you know, obviously not to detract from what you're doing currently. Do you see yourself at some point focusing more so on that kind of stuff and then putting comedy to bed a little bit or no 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 because there's no fucking money in it sure well there could be right i mean i don't know <clears throat> i made not one penny from hip-hop evolution we did four seasons i didn't make you one didn't, penny and no 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 as no a, but no. i got an emmy and i got a peabody for it fine that's so not, to me i'm that like nice. that's fucking Trophies better are than, fun that's better than money to me <laughs> to have an emmy sitting in my house i'm like that is wild yeah. to get to get an Emmy, huh? Yeah. When they do they send it to your house or do you got like how does that it work? It took them you two go years to up. get it to me. Two years. Two. I was like, what the fuck is this Emmy? They're like, it's coming. Apparently, they cast it and they didn't like the way it cast it, so they got to recast it. And then they engrave your name on it and everything. Yeah. Where does that sit in your home? In my bedroom. <laughs> right above the bed. Yeah, uh, right in front of the TV. 
right beside the TV. But because in the old house, I had it displayed in the pool table room. But sure, I don't. I've had to downsize the house, and there's nowhere else to put it. But in my the pandemic made you downsize the house. Yeah, uh, yeah got, that got, happens. I right? got kicked in my pandemic. That's fine, man. That's fine. No, so you lost a pool table room. You're fine. I lost pool table room. Lost a man cave. But lost, it's not your only house. Lost my golf course. What do you mean? At a nine-hole putting green at the old house. Fuck off. Yeah. Really? That was a beautiful house. I didn't know you were a golfer. I'm not. You don't know I'm there. How do you know I'm married? Like, I don't know you're a golfer. You know, I'm so- not a golfer at all. I still have never golfed in the, oh. to this day. But Why'd you have it? I j- it came at the house. The old white dude that had it before had it. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. old Persian guy, matter of fact. And Really? And my son used to love running around the golf course because we take the... You know, do you have any interest in golfing? No, not a little bit. Why not? Because of... I don't know. Everyone's like, Crack you got to do code. it. Crack the code. It's phenomenal. You're gonna, I swear to God... You'll like it because you like, if you like any sport that has intricacies, which you do because you love fucking jujitsu, mm-hmm. which is the most intricate fucking sport there is, you would love golf because it's all about small things, which I think... Little adjustments. Yeah, that mean it means everything. So yeah. like, like I've, to- I've yeah. argued with Rogan about this. Rogan makes fun of me. He'll make fun of me about anything, but he'll make fun of me about golf because I'm obsessed. I love it, but I've loved it for How years. How often do you play? In the pandemic, I've played a lot. Are you a righty or a lefty? I'm a righty. Really? Yeah. In the pandemic, I played a lot. I played. Pro- I- Did you play street hockey growing up? Yeah, of course. Everyone plays. Were you a hockey. righty then too? I could go both ways when I played hockey. Hey you. Well, uh, and then I would also go both ways with a stick. Yeah, yeah. that would fuck the dude. <laughs> Either stick. You right. Would- <laughs> right. A lot of sticks, dude. Love with sticks. <laughs> I'm no. a lefty with hockey. You are? Yeah. So I guess I'd be a lefty with golf. It, de- it honestly it depends. I know baseball. Yeah, I know baseball that guys feels... that are lefties, but they swing righty in golf. Yeah, my buddy Royce Clayton wants me to. He's gonna say he's gonna take me. We out know with who him. it is. You know Royce, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Royce is like, yeah, I'll take you out with me. I go, oh, you're gonna need patience because I've never done this. I promise you'll fall in love, man. He goes, I'll take you on a day when we're not playing for money or for f- we're just fucking around. I go, yeah. He goes, we just fun. We have cigars and we drink. And I was just gonna say. So this is the thing I know about you. I know you like to have some a couple of drinks with the sauce, and you like cigars. Those are the two of the like the the mainstays of of hanging out while you're golfing. Yeah, that's what I'll do. And you get to hang with your friends. Whenever people, that's what I try to convince uh, Rogan of. I was always like, dude, it's friends spending time together, drinking, smoking, and talking shit. I was like, we already do that. This is just another little element of fun to bring into it. And yes, the gambling is my favorite part. Is it? Well, it increases the fun, right? Are you good? I'm I'm pretty good. Not with gambling, I mean golf. I'm bad at gambling. (laughs) I'm bad at sports gambling. If I'm gambling on me, I'm I'm good. Mm-hmm. If I'm gambling on a team, I'm fucking atrocious. I quit, oh, I, I quit I years ago. I learned how belly up I went on betting on fucking NCAA basketball and football that I was like, I'm never going to do this ever again. This is like the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah, see, I don't watch any of the team sports at all. Nothing. <clears throat> Nothing. Like even pro, like NFL, NBA. Uh, to be honest with you, football is the most irritating sport in the world to me. <laughs> Why? Because do you know that they've actually – Counted it. It's like 12 minutes of actual football being played in a three-hour span. No. There's you mean a 12- physical action? Yeah. That's like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then, you know, sports. Center. I get irritated by it. It's like, okay, catch the ball. Oh, fall down. Okay, good. Stop. Hold on. Let's get one. Let's have a meeting with you. Okay, you say you caught the ball <laughs> and you fell down. Let's do that again. Okay, guys. Let's go. So what's the, so what's the sport you will watch? Just boxing and MMA, really. Boxing is nonstop. You like boxing more than MMA? Boxing is always going to be my number one, but I love MMA as well. You know, I've never, I, I was never huge on MMA. I enjoy it, but I've always liked boxing significantly more. But it's only because I grew up with it. It has nothing to do with. 
Well, that's the same thing details. for me. It's, yeah. it's very nostalgic. I just like it. I just like my it because My dad and I, and, and I know how to call shit before it's going to happen, which is pretty fun for me because people go, hey, how would you know that? I go, well, it was obvious. That's what he had to do. Right. And Versus kinda, MMA is a lot harder to call. Well, when it comes when on the ground, I can call it. Right, but 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 up top. But then when they're stuff. standing up, because I'm like, okay, I see what he's trying to do here. Right. You know what I mean? And then with baseball, I had no clue there was a there was a, a strategy or a game plan with it. <laughs> I literally I was like, like this, they're out there just fucking around. Uh, yeah, I thought, okay, this guy throws the ball. That's his job. Your job's to hit it. Uh, what fucking game plan could you have? You but know did I mean? your dad? Did your dad like cricket when you were a kid? Cricket. My dad did ma- like cricket. It's a yeah. massive sport. In- I never. I didn't have the time or patience to watch it. But, but here's a funny thing. So yeah. Royce was at my house during the World Series, mm-hmm. and because uh, he, you know, he won a World Series. Yeah. And he played professional baseball, and I don't. I don't know him as an athlete. I know him as this guy that hangs out with me and smokes cigars. Right. You have no like none of that. I, no, no memory of it. I, I've never seen, but like he's a really great guy. He's a cool guy. So That's so funny. Dude. You know what I mean? So we're watching the baseballs on the World Series, right. and he's like, "Here's what he's gonna do. He's gonna do the blah 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 blah, and then they're gonna score." And 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 everyone like, <laughs> I'm with like these baseball fanatics in my house, right? And they're like, "No, that makes sense. That's not gonna." Happen. And then sure he's enough. like, and then sure enough, everything he fucking said, and then be like, oh, "That's what they had to do." And I'm like. Wow, I didn't know there was a strategy to the sport. Big time. I think baseball is again. Whenever somebody, whenever comics, I remember like whenever comics when I was starting out used to joke about like jocks versus nerds, mm-hmm. and the irony to me was baseball is the most nerdy sport when you look at it. It's pure analytics. That's literally all it is. Honestly, it's genuine. It's all numbers. It's just a, if you're a real dork, you probably would love baseball. So is the that idea, why the Japanese and the Koreans are so good at yeah, it? Yeah, well, that's why they're so good at the numbers. They're not really yeah. great at the game itself because they're not big <laughs> enough people. That's the problem. We got a couple, but the problem is it's size. America, nobody grows better than Americans. We're the, we're the, yeah, well, we're the best. We got the most steroids in our food. Well, we're the best. And also, I should, I should take it back because baseball is filled with fucking Dominicans and Cubans and anything. But we we know how to like force them through these systems to make them the best version of that athlete but baseball is just pure numbers dude like i mean it, it, it's it's literally just about doing analytics until the day is done until you can figure out which person makes the most sense for what time period and what during the game and the odds it's the pure odds over what they're going to do versus this guy and how that's going to advance the next player and how what and the likelihood of scoring? I mean, Billy Bean did it in in the Oakland A's. You, you did you ever see that movie with uh, Brad Pitt and fucking Jonah Hill? Uh, oh, I remember uh, that movie. Hardball. I mean, uh, uh, um, what was it called? That wasn't it hardball or something. Was it hardball? What's something wrong with like me? That. Why can't I think of it? I'm never fastball. I'm, I'm some so, ball. I'm so bad at that. Some kind of ball. Names of stuff and famous. Somebody said that to me recently. They were like, "You pretend like you don't know Hollywood. You work in Hollywood." Because I joked, I don't know Chris Pine and Chris Evans. I don't know the difference. But I, I wouldn't know the difference. But either. I don't. I really genuinely don't. There's a lot of those guys like that, though. They're kind of like these pretty blank white boys, and you're like, okay, well, I can't tell them apart. I wouldn't know. I, I just, I just, I, I, I'm not from, I'm not good at that. Like I say to to my wife, I say to the old bag all the time. I'm always like, who is that girl? And she's like, you know, that's so and so. You've seen her a thousand fucking times. But I just am not good at it. I, I can't. Comics, I know any fucking. I could see a comic once in like. Detroit or in Indianapolis. Yep. If I ran into him in an airport, I'd be like, I know that. I've seen that. I remember that, yeah. dude. There's this kid I'm working with in Houston, this black kid, Jeff Joe. 
Jeff Joe. Have you seen him? Jeff Joe. What a weird Jeff fucking, Joe, name. What a fucking, what a fucking name. name. Kid's fucking funny though. He's dude. good. Oh my god. And I, is he live in Houston still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jeff Joe. Jeff Joe. Well, he you, this, is he, he is he opening for you? Yeah, he did. I saw him online. I was like, yo, I want this kid to work with me. That's did, dope. Yeah, he did this joke about um, people using big words around him huh? and how he's always using Siri to find out what the word means. And he goes, yeah, one of my friends call me. He's like, yeah, sorry, I couldn't make him. I had to take my dad to the phlebotomist. He goes, hey Siri. <laughs> What's a dad? <laughs> I was like, fuck, I love that shit. That's great. I love the fake little fake up. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Siri heard. Shut up. Uh, uh, phlebo- uh, phlebotomist, by the way, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart. Don't know what that is. It's uh, They're the people that take your blood. Really? Yeah. They're not called blood blood docs? Blood takers? Blood peeps? They're <laughs> no, not called bloods? No, they're not blood suckers. Those are called agents. Oh, right, right. And managers? And managers. You have both, don't you? My brother's my manager, so he's not a bloodsucker. But really? Yeah. Are you ever weary? No, he's not Dane's brother. He's mine. I was just gonna say, you never know, dude. They could creep up on you. Is it? Does that ever? Does does that ever fuck you up though? To think about family and business? No. Never. It's just me. Are you an only child? I have a sister. Older so, and younger. Yeah, so it's not gonna work. Yeah. Well, she. I would never let her work for me. For me. That's my brother's six years older than me. He was always been my big brother. He's always looked out for me. That so. seems like the most likely to fuck you over, though. No, Your older never. brother. My brother never even. We never even fought growing up. And what was his? What was his thing in life? What did he do before becoming your manager? He's just smart. Just which is smart. He, dude. he worked in international contracts for an oil company. Oh shit. So when I started to make make it, he was like, "Well, let me look at this shit," and then he started figuring it out. He goes, "Well, we got to do start doing things strategically now." Right. If you're going to do this, you might as well do this, this, and this, as opposed to doing this, going there, and then coming back. To, like, it doesn't make sense. It was like he really structured it. Did you? Did he live in Toronto and you moved him out here? No, he still lives in Toronto. Oh, he, oh, he still stays out he's there? He's still in Toronto. Does he have anything to come out here? Any, any, no, like, he's got a wife and kid there. He, doesn't, he couldn't care less. And my mom's out there, so he's, you know, he's, he's, taking, he's holding it down. Do you have any idea to go back or no? I would love to. to go back. I, I can. I got two kids and two baby mamas out Take here. Take them all. Yeah, fuck that. Steal the kids, I'm dude. Not, I'm, I'm not, not a snitch. I'm not buying that many houses. <laughs> right, that's the problem, yeah. huh? That's what it is. I always hear that with friends that I'm like, they have, if they have kids from marriages from before or whatever, they're always like, I like, they can't leave. That's like the number one thing. They're like, I, I, I can't go anywhere. Where are you gonna go? Until the kids are growing up, and then you can go wherever yeah. you want. Well, uh, listen, my kid, I had my son when I was 49. Wild. Where am I fucking gonna go? I know you. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. what when he's 19 or 18? Well, I'm 68. I'm gonna move to New York. Yeah, you fuck. could. Why not? Who says no? No, but I'm saying, all right, guys, let's party. Yeah, why not? You think there's not... You've been to Miami? That's all 68-year-olds that are fucking living their dreams. That's true. Yeah, That's true. every time I go down to Florida, I'm always like, these are all the dudes that waited the kids grew up, and then they were like, let's fucking do it. You're the new generation of... Uh, I guess our, our... I mean, our, I'm 50, and my 50's not the same as our parents' 50. Not even close, dude. I looked at a picture my of my... My dad never wore a sweatsuit, Ever. No? No, this is like... Not even like a Sergio Tacchini one? No, <laughs> no, dude. No, it was always a like... Pierre Cardin <laughs> yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, day? Yeah. <laughs> no, he wore Pele Pele jeans. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, I think it's... there are The generations have made it so that those old rules don't exist anymore. So being... I mean, fuck, when you were 40, you had to be like a grown-up. Like like when now, you were 40, this- you were like 60. Right, you were you were old. It was like you're on your way out. I looked at a picture of my mom when she was 48, and I was uh, let's see, so I was uh, she's 48. I was like 19. Right, 20. She had a 20. Yeah. And uh, I was like, Jesus, you just gave up. 
On a I said deck. to my mom, I go, what, what, did you just stop? Like, what did you do? Like, you look old as shit here, Ma. But the pressure of life. And my mom's 79 now, and she looks the same as she did at 48. Right. That's why I think that's my theory about Betty White. Betty White's been 90 for like 90 years. Like you yeah, see how her. How old is she? She's going to be 100 this year. Isn't she it? might be around 100. But she's yeah. she's she's one of those people where you're like, God, how's she still alive? And it's like, well, yeah, because she got old early. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she was she, she, she was smart. How Here, Betty White. How old is Betty White? Because the running joke forever was like, how is it? She's 98. Yeah. Damn, she'll be 99 in January. Wow. God damn, dude. And but she, she's still sharp, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, as far... I mean, yeah. What? There's moments, too, where... Like, I watched that documentary about her they put up on Hulu or whatever. And I, and she you was... You Hulu, huh? Yeah. I have Hulu Live, dude. I don't fuck with cable anymore. I know what Hulu Live is. TV. It's TV. For, you know, it's... But I didn't want to do um, direct TV anymore. Right. And I was like, I'm done with that bullshit. I'm done with like them being... I had like a thousand channels. I was like, I don't watch any of this shit. Yeah, I really don't. I just watch the local news. Right. I watch I watch six channels. Yeah. So then a friend yeah, of mine... the problem is to get those six channels, you got to subscribe to a fucking 150. No, I'm with Hulu. You don't? That's what, it sounds like a Hulu ad. No, my buddy literally was like... He's like, have you ever tried YouTube TV or Hulu live? And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that shit. And he's like, uh, try it once. Or he said, use my, use my sign-in. So I use my sign in on my TV. It's got a Hulu button. So I I sign in and I was watching live TV and I was like, oh shit, this is like anything I need is on here. It's all the sports channels. It's like the Big Ten network, the Pac-12 network, like all of the college sports stuff. If I ever did want to watch it, you get like on uh, there. Family Feud. Bro, you know I watch Family Feud. KCAL is on there, I dude. Love, I love Family Feud. I don't particularly enjoy Steve Harvey, but I love Family Feud. This is this is odd because it's it's me and my wife's favorite show and uh, one of our favorite shows to watch. We love Steve. I, I think it's going to be a good one today. We I, got the black family versus the white family. Yeah. He always roots so much harder for the black family. That's he sure my does. He yeah. does pander a little bit. I love it. I love it. When the white family wins, he's always like, I'm so sorry. He like goes and apologizes yeah, to the black yeah. family. You guys are a really nice family. Good yeah. Group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when the white family loses, he's always like, bye, bitch. And he goes right and celebrates yeah. with the black family. But I just, I, you know what it is? I, I find that he, he tries too hard to sound more country. He's from Cleveland. You're not that country. Right, he wants. Well, he lives in Atlanta now, I right? I know, but it's like you know, your husband. Your husband. And I'm like, you're from Cleveland. Steve. Hey, man, he soaked up that Atlanta vibe. You go down there for like a week and you start I, sounding no, like I that. I sure as fuck don't. No, you don't. But no. you can't. It's illegal. You know. No, no, illegal. I do New York. I'll, I'll go New York. When I go to New York, I come back. I'm like, what's up, B? What up, money? Yeah. See. See. <laughs> see. So that's his version of New York is Atlanta yeah. for a Cleveland kid. I suppose. Yeah. When you uh, do you when do you ever go back? Do you ever go back to India? And you stare long enough where you start talking with an accent? Because you never had one. I never. I was never even born there. That's but what I'm saying. But do you adopt when one? When I do come back, I do. It's not so much accent, but like head movements. Like it'll be, I'll be like. <laughs> the mannerisms. Why the fuck do you guys do the head thing? What is that? It's simple. Like, it's ask just, me a question. There's Because there, it's in the eyes. It's not so much in the head. Ask me a positive question and a negative question. Uh, you'll, I, you'll, you'll understand the answer. Okay. Um. You know, how do you like the? Do you like the new Audi? It's a great car. <laughs> now ask me a negative question. How's the? Uh, how's everything going with your uh, child's mother? Yeah. <laughs> do you see? Yeah, you it's a big difference. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a very big. It's difference. just. It's like you could be out in public and not have to yell at each other. Right, I get it. It's a yeah. little bit smoother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that it is interesting though, because y'all pick it up. Like I go, I go my my. Uh, 
my stepdad is from the South. We go to the South. You'll start hearing yourself say stuff. You know what I've, you know what I picked up years ago and I never got rid of to this day? I say A on accident and I do it a lot. Like from like a Canadian? Canada, but for no reason. But I, I think I say it because I like it. Like I'll add it into the end do of a you, sentence. Do you add it the same way we do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, I do the, it goes exactly where there you There are some say. similarities between Chicago and, and Canada. Well, yeah. everyone from Michigan and up and was northern Wisconsin, they sound like Canadian. So when I grew up with kids, that, when I'd meet kids from up there or go up north, they sounded exactly like Canadians. It's yeah. almost the same. Especially Minneapolis. And well, that's even worse. That yeah, oh, yeah. That, anything up that way is even more tonally has the same speech patterns. Yeah. But, you know, if they say, yeah, no, well, it's not that bad, is it, eh? And... It made sense. It was a, it's a word that didn't I didn't understood why it was in there, but it was like, well, I guess it's like a question mark. Yeah, it's like the huh. It's an American huh. Yeah, but we don't say huh at the end of it. We don't. Some people do. I know, huh? Yeah, I guess a Mexican. I know, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know, huh? Fucking, yeah. <laughs> fucking. But, and and Canadians, we say pop. I say pop. That's what Midwest yeah. says pop. Yeah, I don't say, so, say soda. Pop. To me, is the weirdest. There was a company growing up, and we only thought rich people had this because you would see it. Like there was this truck that would drive through the neighborhoods. And it said, the pop shop. The pop shop. And they would drop off cases of soda to people. At people's doorstep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a delivery, pickup and delivery service. Fancy. Glass bottles and be like grape soda, lime soda. You can mix it up, get cream soda, whatever. And they drop off like the 24 pack or whatever, Oof. how many ever you ordered. And uh, Whose dad it. is an executive in that neighborhood, huh? And it was the pop shop. And the and shop was spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. Shoppe, yeah. Whatever pop that is. shop. Yeah. Pop shop. Yeah. That's fancy blood, dude. Mm. My, I had a girl We'd in my neighborhood. We'd see it and be like, wow, who the fuck has that kind of money? That's bread. That's heavy bread. Yeah. Isn't that funny when you're a kid that you think something, some things are very expensive and then you get older and you're like, oh, I didn't know that was so cheap. Yeah, I didn't like know I my parents were that fucking cheap. Like, <laughs> that's, a, that's what it is. You're like, like, I would have never dad, known. My dad didn't buy a car with air conditioning till I was about 16. This, because this, he said it consumes more gas. And, and it does. And then he never would turn it on. Well. And I'm like, but why did you get it? I mean, I get it. He's right, though. By the way, it does consume way more gas. So the man is smart. I'm sure then, not now. No, it still literally does consume more gas. The engine runs harder, but it's minimalistic. But also, hey, man, the small things matter to Pop. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything mattered to Dad. Dad, like, did you get yelled at for the lights? Lights. I, I, I yell at people for lights in so my fucking I. house. Yeah, I, t- I took it from my dad. And right when I was leaving to come here... I meant to hit the kitchen button, but my house is automated, and I hit the welcome button, and it turned on every fucking light in the house. Do you have a thing on your phone? Yeah, so I was like, can somebody turn off all these lights? I got to leave. <laughs> Don't you have like the, hey, Siri, turn off all the lights in my house. Do you have no, one of I those? I feel like I'm just going to do it while I'm talking. Yeah, do it. Yeah, you can do it right now. You know, if that's okay with Turn me. off all the lights inside of your house right now. Well, I'm just going to go through it. Let uh, me see the app that does it. This is rich Crestron. Crestron. So dope. Okay, dining. I have manual lights. You know what those are in my house? Oh, yeah, a guy named Manuel comes yeah, and turns Manuel, on. Manuel, Manuel's the one that put him in. <laughs> <laughs> and, I have, and I have to touch it, turn it on and off. I'm turning off. Um, what's the next show? That you, are you doing any sh- more shows or no? I'm doing Houston when? in a couple of weeks. Say it, so we'll, so uh, we'll throw December it out. December 4, 5, 6. Go out and see Go go see to Russ P. December 4, 5, 6 in Houston at the Houston Improv? Houston Improv. Is it oh. nice to be back in clubs, stadium god? Huh? This I, guy, I, I always, this guy's listen, doing stadiums all the time. I always do clubs just to... Um, yeah, but you do, a, you do a stadium tour. Yeah, once I get my club run done so I can get my act together. Right. You know, that's, what, that's the reason I do uh, it. What's your, what's, your, what's your favorite club? What's your least favorite club? Um, I pretty much like all the clubs. 
but there's certain clubs I don't enjoy. Like yeah, bury uh, them. Let's let's bury them. Um, it's mostly because I didn't like the way they treated me or whatever. Sure, when I was there. yeah, shout it out. I they love treated it. me like I was a fucking like middle of the road guy, and I'm like, right. fuck you, buddy. I'm only doing this to fill time and then every time they keep trying to put it back on my schedule i'm like no i don't want that club right well they learn their lesson then, huh yeah so like uh there's like helium in st louis i don't particularly want to go back didn't like there. it huh no okay log it i'm uh, logging that in i'm logging it in yeah i mean i'm pre- pretty sure i'll be back there but <laughs> um i don't like doing alabama huntsville i was supposed to do huntsville but i got we blew it out because the tickets weren't selling the way we wanted them to. Stand up live? Which one in Huntsville? That's Huntsville. That's what I was supposed to do. Oh, bro. I had so much fun. I was doing a gig. I did Nashville. I love Nashville. I mean, those are my people. Now, dude. here's the thing. The first time I did Zanies must have been like 2006, I think, and I hated it. Really? Then I went back uh, maybe about uh, much later, like maybe uh, fucking eight years later or something. And uh-huh. I loved it. I oh, like, dude, okay. I love it. I, 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 those are my the Lucy out there. I, I love I love Zany's Nashville. I had so much I love Nashville fun. itself. Yeah, that's a phenomenal city too. Yeah, I, I love Nashville. I love Texas as a state. Texas, I, is, I love yeah. a lot. Most of Texas, I love. There's parts that I'm not a big fan of. I haven't seen all of it, but I you know the places I've been to, I really dig. Yeah, there's great. There's a lot of great spots. I'm not going to move down there. I'm not going to make the Rogan Exodus like everyone's. Now, who else moved down. out there? Segura. They're moving down there. Is he? Yeah. Fucking Tom. They're out, dude. They moved their whole unit down there. Um, but yeah, no, I but I but I went down to Huntsville for a one nighter after I'd done Nashville and I had a fucking blast. Also, I was like being a judgmental dick and I was like, well, who's gonna be out in this random still town in fucking Alabama? You forget, uh NASA's there. So you're like, oh, then oh I should, that's shit. why I should have sold out better, bro. You should have. I mean, yeah, seriously, NASA? Are you kidding me? It's all Browns. It's yeah. all it's all smart Brown kids. Uh, I uh, think it was just might have been the time that it was booked, like during the pandemic. Well, yeah. I mean, dude, the pandemic has shifted everything. I've I've canceled all like so many shows. You can't. People are so scared to go do them, and I I respect that. And they don't want to go to shows because they're like, oh, I fucking take care of my mom or whatever. So I've been hesitant. You know, I'm supposed to go do phoenix uh one show stand up live or one uh, yes yeah, one night i should say three shows i'm doing one one, one day three shows in one night i have to by the third show do you start questioning if you said this or not yet no i don't give i i, I fucking i because I, I tried well at least when i was in the rhythm before the pandemic i had this hour and then i had another half hour and it was great to be able to mix 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 like that was my fucking favorite well that's the thing i right before the pandemic right before lockdown i was like I got an act. I'm just going to polish it now. And right. now I can't fucking remember it. I tried now, to remember some of it. And, and now it's kind of irrelevant. You're like, eh. I said the exact same thing, dude. When I went back out and was trying new shows. I was didn't just you like, do Whitney's uh, Backyard? No, I didn't do that. I thought you did that. No, dude. I didn't want to go to other. I didn't want to perform in front of other comics. Yeah, that's the thing. And I'm like. I got so weirded out by it. I was like, ah, I can't do that. I can't do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I already know that they don't like me. So I don't. Uh, <laughs> only two of. No, I'm kidding. Not fucking. No, it's not that. They don't, it's just I don't like the judgment from comic. Like. Yeah. I told the young. I told a com a, a friend of a friend had said, "Will you give this guy advice? He's trying to get into stand up, and and you know the first piece of advice is always get out. Don't do it. It's not worth it." Yeah. I, I, well, whenever guys like or go away, whenever comics like some a comic too much, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Yeah. Well, these aren't the people that are gonna buy your tickets, are they? So. Right. Well, that's the thing I said to him. I said, "Don't don't worry less about what other comics think of you as a comic. Worry about if, if you want to be friends with people and create a cordial universe. That's great." Yeah, but I was like, you, sh- you should give less of a fuck about if they love your comedy 
because they're not going to pay your rent. You know, no Ever. comic is going to be like, hey, man, fucking I wanted to help you out because I think you're great. And he was like, oh, no, I get it. But I understand the pressures of a young comic are always to be like, you want the back of the room to laugh. And it's like, yeah, sure. But also, like, they're not going to come see you on they the They don't road. care. No. They actually want you to fail. Of course, yeah. They're more inclined to not laugh because then, in fact, most of the time, they will laugh at trash because it makes them feel better yeah. about how much better they are than yeah, you. Yeah, I can't believe you wrote that. Ha, <laughs> right, stupid. Right. Oh, no, yeah. No, no, no. He's sweet. We, yeah, he's nice. Yeah, that was the advice I gave this guy. I said, Dude, I watch, just, I watch you know. a lot of, like, I watch a lot of the comics who we all follow each other, and then I watch how they all jerk each other off in their comments. Right. And then I look at my comments or likes, and I don't see any of them like my shit or comment. I'm like, I know you follow me though. Why the fuck are you following me then? Following, following though. Well, for me, on a personal level, uh, I think all comics, all of us, should stop following each other because mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, it's stupid. Like. Even if I'm friends with you and I like you, why are we following each other? Like I, I that Instagram thing is just for fans anyway. To me, I'm I'm not a fan of Instagram at all. Or, well, I mean, it's, it's 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 a waste. I hate doing social. media. But I do think it helps connect with the fans. It's a waste as far as like comic to comic. That to me never made sense, and I did it because we all do it. Yeah. But I wish I could put out a public thing, being like, "Hey, man, I'm not unfollowing you because I don't like you." Uh, there's no reason to I fucking. I just, this is just for me to put out to the fans and stuff that I want to interact. It's a business tool. Yeah. Like, if I want to really know about you. It's like you, giving I'm, another comic your card. I right. Think. Here, uh, man. It's like, fucking, like, I know you. What uh, the yeah. fuck? Yeah, it's just a scroll of cards yeah. is all we had to see. Hey, do you want to see my sizzle reel? No. <laughs> no. Fuck no. No, dude. I, I mean, I'll look I, at it and laugh. But I, no, I'll I don't take it to Sizzler. It. That's about as close <laughs> as we're getting to that, buddy. I think that's the new rule. We should stop following our friends as much because it's becoming this weird. I said I said that the other day. Well, a lot of comics are your fake friends too. I mean, I found sure. that out over time. And well, this this I've had a conversation with a couple of comics. The pandemic has brought it out the most. Who actually kind of cares about you or whatever or who? Yeah, I figured it out. Yeah. Well, I think this amplified it too. I think this whole thing was more like. And then you find out that there's people that really care about you that you didn't know. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know what I, I mean? I like Joey Diaz yeah. fucking checked on me a lot. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, he's a solid fucking we, dude. And, and in all fairness, we've never actually hung out in real life. But I don't think that matters. Because he would call me. Tell me something good, baby. Yeah. How's everything doing? How's the family? Cocksucker. You know? Yeah, because he knows because Joey started at zero. You know what I mean? Probably yeah. negative more, more than He probably started in the negatives. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Joey used to sleep on a friend of mine's couch and, yeah. you know. Talk about a guy that made it from zero to f f wildly successful to building an audience. When people have, over the years, tried to silence him or stop him, it's really great for him to yep. be like, fuck you, dude, I'm a comedian. And I he's make a, a living fucking joking. great, great human being. Yeah, he is. That's why he got the fuck out of L.A. Yeah. Hey, move back to Jersey. Yeah, smart man, dude. At some point, we should all leave. Yeah. Except I, for you, your kids. You know what I mean? You're fucked. I, I, listen, I think I could move to Texas, not because everybody's going there, but because... I know that my daughter's mother's boyfriend lives there, so my daughter's mother would go. Right. But it's my son's mother I would have a problem with. Will you have her killed? No, I don't even want to say that on here. I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know that she'll fucking hear it and then go, did you hear that in court? He yeah. wants to have me killed. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I do not want to have this bitch killed. That uh, would be the greatest really get in that court. Part out of I show. don't want this bitch <laughs> killed in court. <laughs> All right, well, look, we end the episode the same way. Uh, you look in the camera, you say one word or one phrase that ends the episode, and this is how everyone will remember you from this episode. So I'm off camera. Wait till I'm off. One word or one phrase to end the episode. Go ahead when you're ready. Is the camera on me? Oh, yeah, babe. Potato legs. In here.
We pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.